Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the podcast on a Saturday night with Jay over there Yo, in the control booth. Uh, obviously, snake talk. We're going to talk about reptiles. We're going to talk about a lot of things. Uh, answering your super chats. I see there's already a couple super chats in there. So if you have questions, just go ahead, drop those in the super chat. We'll be happy to answer them for you. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm looking forward to spending some time with you guys. It's been a very hectic day for me. Yeah. I mean, been kind of crazy, um, very chaotic the last hour or so since we've been open at the Reptarium. A lot of craziness, kind of happening and and um just yeah just very uh normally by time i go on to the podcast i'm like chill and i'm like all right things are uh getting better you know let's have a <laughs> yeah, good yeah. fun time and literally up until minutes before uh, i sat down it was just chaos so uh so yeah so hopefully things are going to go okay upstairs i think it'll uh, be okay <laughs> when, we're, when i'm down here i hope i'm not going to get like interrupted like hey guess what you know because <laughs> literally we have two sumps at the reptarium one for the fish buy and one for the alligator tank one of our alligator tanks and both sumps don't seem to be operating the way they're supposed to uh and just found out that the alligator as i literally minutes before we get, got on here i was upstairs and it looked like the pump was uh you know it's gravity fed water right and it looked like the sump was actually filling and the actual tank was draining. That normally tells me that the pump isn't working, but uh, um, but I had to go on the podcast. So let's hope that there's not a water disaster. <laughs> a flood upstairs. Water right? disaster when we go. So, uh, But anyways, that's part of uh, keeping animals. Anyone that's kept fish tanks or reptiles at home, things go wrong, things go crazy. Part of owning uh, your own business, too. Yeah, I mean, it's constantly part, yeah. doing stuff, you know? Yeah, so, uh, so it's def definitely very hectic a uh, few moments before the podcast. So I'm hoping that as... Uh, the, the, the podcast goes on and we're talking and I'm taking your guys' questions and hanging out with you guys that I'll uh, I'll chill out a little bit and get a little bit more zen. So I apologize for the manicness in the uh, the initial uh, start of the podcast. But what do we have here? So Silver Cash says he's not able to make it tonight. He's got to be slinging some pizza and scrubbing tubs all day. I'll watch when I get off work tonight. And yeah. also he got his Bella coffee mug yesterday and oh. he's been enjoying it all day. Have an awesome night and appreciate oh, that's you. That's awesome. Yeah. Silver Cash seems to always be doing the pizza thing on Saturday night. Uh, so we, we catch uh, him on uh, on Wednesdays and Fridays typically, but on Saturday nights uh, he's off, so that's cool. Hey, V Dog, what's up, man? V Dog uh, says, "How's how's Taz doing?" You know, I mean, it, it's definitely stressful. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's um, it, you know, it, so for those of you who don't know, Taz is my blue tegu, and um, and uh, you know, they 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 often brewmate. Well, almost always they brewmate. To be honest with you, they go off of food during the winter months. Uh, uh, even down in Florida, the native ones, and as well as people that keep them, know that that's kind of how they they go about it. Uh, and Taz has done that every year since he's been with me, and I've had him since he was young, and um. This is the first year that he came, kind of came towards the end of the brumation, which is this is normally when he would start feeding again, right, right. around this time. And uh, and he rapidly lost weight uh, the last couple weeks. And uh, that was something that had never happened before. It looked fine all through, all that brumation, he looked fine. You know, looked good, plump, big fat tail. And just literally within the last couple of weeks, he's like shriveled up and his tail is bad. He's kind of got a lot of loss of uh, a lot of weight and uh, we started to tube feed him. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm concerned. I'm yeah, concerned. Sure. That's all, all I have to say. You know, it's uh it's it's something I've never dealt with before, and and it's uh it's gonna yeah it's a tough thing. So uh, I'll keep you guys posted, but uh but definitely on the concern side for this one. Seth says, "Hey Brian, it's Seth from Buffalo. Uh, Seth. Are you familiar with Ogle Bay Zoo in West Virginia? They have encounters, and was wondering if you know anything about them, and if they are good business to support." 
I, I've never heard of them before. Neither. I don't know anything about them at all. So I, unfortunately, you know, there's so many private zoos around the country and, and, um, and, and it's, and it's, you know, I mean, you know, anyone that's doing good work, educational conservation, um, you know, taking care of their animals properly, I think you should support them. You know, I mean, I think that um, supporting the smaller places like that are, is so important. Right? Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously here at the Reptarium, we get tremendous amounts of support with uh, with with people. And, and it's, um, you know, it's, it, it, we couldn't do this if it wasn't for that. And and just again, spending, you know, close to an hour upstairs before the podcast, just seeing all those people, you know, coming in. And, and what's interesting, Jay, you know, this when we first opened up, we, we were primarily adult. I mean, it was almost, you know, you see some kids. Yeah, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or reptile, fr- you know. Friends, you yeah. Know, whatever. A crew of people. Now now it's it's gotten to the point where we're like, I mean, 99% uh, families. You Family know, destination. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Kids. As a matter of fact, I was talking to a, a guy up upstairs, you know, 10 minutes or so after we came. I mean, it's the first time he brought his family, uh, had some kids that looked like they were maybe four to six ish, okay. uh, in that range. And, uh, he had said that he said, you know, gosh, he goes, I lived two miles down the street and never heard of you guys before up until about two months ago. And he said, and every time I, I go online or I go anywhere, people are talking about the reptarium. Oh, that's so cool. And he said, so I had to come check it out. And, and, and I actually saw him, they were leaving as just before I came downstairs, uh, for the podcast. And, uh, and, and he was like, Oh my God, this place was so amazing. The kids had a great time. We'll be back for sure. So it's interesting. So my point is, is that support your local zoo support your local uh, small zoos private zoos right. uh, in particular because those are the ones that are the most difficult you know typically big zoos the AZA which is American Zoological Association zoos are oftentimes funded at least some by the city like here in Detroit you know there's actually a millage uh, uh, that is is uh, so they get taxes right, right right and in particular this this last year for for all zoos private zoos big zoos everything has been very damaging because the revenue streams have been cut so dramatically uh but the, the smaller zoos are probably harder to absorb because they don't have big endowments they don't have tax uh deferments they don't have you know tax kickbacks from the city and so it becomes very difficult you know you're talking about i remember talking to my buddy from the, the columbus zoo and he had told me that um uh, they 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 were they were doing uh, on an average day they would do about forty thousand people last summer and they were capped at fifteen hundred people that was the most they could do in the day oh, wow, so yeah. from forty thousand to fifteen hundred I mean it's negligible it's, it's, as it, yeah even I mean just stay, you start, stay yeah, closed almost at yeah, that point yeah, you know, at that it's, like point, it's almost not worth it but again they've got to take care of the animals right. whether it's open or closed so so they still have to pay all their zookeepers they still have to pay so everybody so um, but again they're a big zoo and they're you know they have a lot of funding behind them whereas you know the little guy like maybe the zoo that you're talking about uh might just be you know someone's passion like mine that opens a zoo and if you don't support them um they you can't know, do what they yeah, want they can't yeah. do them and it's not you know the zoo's fault or anyone's fault what happened this last year uh so uh so again i don't know specifically that particular zoo but uh but i am a big 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 proponent and i don't just say that because i own a, a private zoo um i've been supporting private zoos forever my whole life yeah. you know i mean uh you know so so i've always done it so i i do appreciate them tremendously Costia says hello brian and jay much love uh thank you so much i much appreciate love, it Clistia. welcome to the potter cast Co- cody says hell yeah snake talk snake talk yeah that's cool uh yeah and, and it's an interesting time we we actually you'll see in the vlogs coming up we're we're 
just around the corner from snake eggs. I mean, literally, our first clutches of, uh, uh, you know, like Antaracea children, spotted children should be here anytime. Um, ball pythons, we're about two weeks away from ball python so eggs. So that's good. And it's looking like a really good year. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's I, I say this kind of like has with some yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay. I've been breeding ball pythons since I was 18 years old, right? Well, yeah. not, say 19, because I don't know that I produced in, when I was 18. I've been keeping ball pythons since I was 15. But... um. I think it was probably 18, 19 when I produced my first first clutch of ball pythons. Right. I can honestly say that the last two years, <laughs> I know, I feel like I've really figured it out. Like, I mean, to the I point agree. where, like, it's like I I feel dialed in. I mean, dialed in. So interestingly enough, you know, for several years I stopped breeding ball pythons personally. I might have switched some males out. I might have been involved a little bit, but I pretty much left it up to Kelsey for a while. And then, of course, early part of last year, Mary bred, and she did. They they both did tremendously good. Um, but then I took over pretty early in the breeding season last year. Say, I'd say midway. I would say you know maybe a little bit closer to midway. Um, and, and, and really, you know, had a tremendous year. Certainly, I, I attribute the beginning of the year to Mary's, you know, helping me for sure. This year, I was solo the whole year, right. you know, doing it from start to finish. And um, man, I tell you what, it's been it's been enjoyable to uh, really connect with that colony of animals and understand the triggers to make things happen. And I and it's been really fun to see them go from, you know, eight to 10 millimeter follicles to now. 30 millimeter follicles and, and, and almost across the board. I mean, you know, they're sure they're, you're going to always have some animals that are just finicky or they don't do what you want them to. Yeah, of course. But as long as you can get the food to them at the right time, get the males in at the right time. And sometimes getting the males in at the right time causes them to, to have higher, um, percentage of, of, uh, uh, copulation, which causes more follicle growth, which causes, you know, increased appetite until a certain point. And, and so it's this interesting cycle of it's dance. Of, right? Yeah, it, it really is a dance. And this is where I say art meets science yeah. so much because the science is follicle growth. The science is, is how many times you can copulate, you how know, you like, get a, you there, know, though, right? but yeah, it's, it's, it's all this interesting dance of like, you know, exactly when to put your males in, when you want to see copulations, when those copulations turn into, to food response, how often do you feed during those food response, how much you feed during that food response right. to ultimately get follicle growth that causes copulation that ultimately causes ovulation, egg laying. And it's, it's been an interesting thing. And, and although, you know, I've been doing it forever and I've kind of dissected, this is the first two years that I've really enjoyed it. And it's, it's been really, really, I mean, I've always enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. No, but, that, but like, now you're in the zone and it's funny cause it yeah. really does show that like 10,000 hours to master thing, right? Where it's like anyone can get pretty good at doing yeah. anything, whether it's playing an instrument or, or, or breeding ball pythons, you'll yeah. get pretty good within a two year period. Yeah. But to be a master, it does take 30 years, you yeah. know, like to get yeah. really that crazy good. No, I think you're right. And and, and like I said, I, I was literally downstairs this morning because I was here super early this morning, a couple hours before everyone else. And um, I was just going through ball pythons by myself and, and, you know, doing, you know, feeding, ultrasounding, switching some males or and, yeah, know, yeah. stuff like that. And um, really just spending some Zen time alone with the animals. And, and, and it really did. I was thinking about this. Like I could, I could you know, go work for any ball python collection right now and probably 25, 30% their production, you know, better. Oh my God, for sure. Just, just because like you said, it really has been. It's amazing that it's, it's taking me all these years. I, I've been good at breeding snakes, but, but like to really understand and lock in the mechanism that, and there really is 
you know, and two years doesn't make a, I mean, I don't think, but I really believe I could keep this up for the next 10 years. You know, I think that now sure. I've, I've found the triggers that really are important. And I found like when to hit the animals with food, when to hit the animals with copulation, when to hit, you know, and, and as long as I follow this very stringent pattern, it seems to be unbelievably successful. And I've seen some animals just recently go from very small follicle growth, 13, 15 millimeters to 30 millimeters within two or three weeks. Wow, that's crazy. Just implementing these kind of tactics that I've done. So it's been an interesting experience and it's one that it, you know, that, that I've, I've enjoyed a lot, you know, and, and, and it's like, you know, I've talked about that we're going to probably downsize and ball pythons will probably be one of the groups that we do downsize in, but it's number one, it's not happening right now. It's not, I'm not selling snakes tomorrow. I'm not, I may not sell snakes even all year. I'm not sure yet. You know, there's still a lot of, of, of things we have to uh, consider, but we'll still have a decent ball python group and I'll still be very intricately involved in from now on breeding those ball pythons and, and it, whether right now we're breeding about 180 females, um, you know, maybe next year there'll be a hundred females, right, you know, right. but I think I'll still have the same success rate, uh, percentage wise at those hundred females as I do with the 180 now, probably more because I can even, you know, really spend, more focused, more focused on the hundred females or, or whatever the female rate is. So it's been, it's been fun. It's yeah. Been fun. I have a question too. So you, you talk a lot about barometric pressure, storm yeah. fronts. Now, yeah. do you think on years that there's more storms, right? Like this yeah. year, we probably had more winter yeah. storms than we did last year. Yeah. Do you think that would cause any increase in like breeding as a whole? Like, do you think you'd have a better year, you know, you know with well, more breeding too? I think a little bit. I think it, what, what it really comes down to is it just, it, it helps you get. So when you do say, see a female at 15 millimeter follicles, right. you really need to get a, a copulation pretty quickly within say a two week window of 15 millimeters. And if for some reason you can't find a male that wants to breed that female, oftentimes she'll start to suck her follicles back up. So with, with weather patterns, uh, low pressure fronts coming through, you have a, a better chance of getting that female bred. And got it, got it, got it. That makes sense. But what happens is that as you start getting further into the season and, and females are at 20, 25, 30, then you can breed in high pressure and the males just and are nothing, dialed yeah. in. You know, they're, the dial, males are dialed in, you know, big time. They want to breed because there's so many pheromones getting released by those females at 20, 25, and 30 millimeters. Got that it. The, then the weather fronts don't matter as much. You know, I mean, this week, this last week, I put males in twice during uh, very clear days that were high pressure days and uh, had tremendous, I mean, I think I had the one day I had like 34 Holy females shit. in yeah. and, and we had 27 lockups, That's you know, crazy. that day. So, um, so, so, you know, as it goes on, but in the beginning, yeah, I think it does help. That I mean, is it really does cool. help. Yeah. Uh, Rob asks, uh, or says taking the wife and kids on a road trip to take a tour there. Mm. I'd like Brian to do the tour. Is that something you still are handling? I've yeah. been watching for a decade now. Time flies. See you guys soon. Well, thank you so much. And yeah, we do offer what we call Brian tours, you know, so they're specifically for me. The rest of the tours are, are Jay. Uh, I usually, nor if I'm in town, which is most of the time these days, I, I am going out of town in a, a little bit, uh, in a couple weeks. Um, but, uh, normally if I'm in town, I'll pop into every tour just to say hi, you know, stuff like that. But if you want a tour specifically by me, you can book a specific Brian tour. Um, Jay is doing them and we just actually have hired a new animal educator as well. Um, so we, we now will have two animal educators on staff full time, um, as well as myself, you know, so the three of us will do tours and that's just because the events are increasing, you know, and, and our anticipation for hopefully schools opening up this fall, uh, and hopefully this summer, more summer camps and, and, and camps that are going to be, uh, able to, for us to go to, we want to gear up. I mean, I'd say in the reptarium, 
the one part of the business that I'm the most excited about is the outreach educational part. You know, um, it's something we, we fo started focusing on more uh, just pre-COVID. Um, and then of course COVID happened and yeah, they yeah, pretty yeah. much destroyed that, you know, and for, for four months we didn't do any tours and even in-person tours. And then since we've been open back since June, we've been open since June, um, we've been able to do in-person tours and that has increased exponentially to the point now where it's like almost hard to keep up. I mean, we have to bring on another educator just because Jay and I can't just, keep up, yeah, you know, steamed out. and, um, you know, I mean, there's a, today was a perfect example. We literally had a tour at 10. 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3. Uh, so, so, I mean, we every single hour we had a tour from 10 o'clock till 4 o'clock when we opened up. So, uh, and, and to be totally honest with you, my goal is I'd really like to have three animal educators on staff, um, you know, this summer. So, um, so yeah, but we absolutely can do, can do tours. Lisa says, hey, Brian and Jay, hope you're having a great week. Uh, we already went over it. She has how's Taz doing. Sending love from far away. Thanks for all you do. Thank you so much. And, yeah, we'll keep you posted on Taz. I mean... You know, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, my experience with uh, reptiles tells me that the um, the end result's not going to be pretty, pretty, if you ask me. But uh, uh, I, I hope that, yeah, we'll just see what happens. Um, Brassman Reptiles, our boy Jeremy, Jeremy what's in up, the house. Man. What's up, dude? He says, just popping in to say hi, guys. Got to get back to work. Yeah, get Thanks, back to work, man. dude. Get back to work, Jeremy. You do it on your phone. Yeah, come on, man. No, we love you, brother. No, yeah, can't wait to see you again, dude, man. Can't wait to you have you out here. I'll come out to you. Whatever. I think he was just person. at Will and Summer's place, if I'm not mistaken. I saw him uh, down in Florida, yeah. yeah so yeah, that's I, awesome. I, yeah, I saw that. Simple man, our boy says, uh, hope you are all having a great night. Can't catch the podcast tonight. I'm out fishing. See you guys on the next one. Wow, there you go. Simple man and uh, uh, Silver Cash. Silver Cash both out for I'll the night. So Have a so, life? So, so, what the so, heck yeah, is come that? come on, man. Let's, gotta, uh, gotta, gotta have some other people step it up. <laughs> yeah, V-Dog <laughs> says, if you put four snakes in with your female, is there a chance she will have the genes of all four snakes? Uh, okay, so <laughs> yes and no. And what I mean by that is if you bred one female to four males, is it possible if she had four eggs or eight eggs or six eggs or whatever, how many eggs she has, is it possible that all four males could father the clutch? 100% possible. Um, but each egg will only be fathered by one father. Yes. So she will not have an egg that has all four <laughs> sperm in it, you know? So you could definitely have all four. It's very unlikely that four males would father a clutch, but it's very common for two males to father a clutch. I mean, we yeah, have I'd it say. happen. We have, we have it happen all the time. We'll throw a male, let's say we have, you know, we want that one last breeding and we'll throw like a, a really good male in the last time. A lot of times he fathers at least a couple eggs of the clutch. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's almost yeah. like one out of every five of the, yeah, dual, the dual fathers, fathers yeah, are actually, usually dual yeah. fathered. Yeah. So dual fathering is, is very probable. Uh, four, I've never had four. I've never even had three, but then again, I've never tried to breed three different males. I always just breed two males. Right. Uh, if I tried to breed three or four males, maybe I would, would have that, but, but yeah, certainly, um, but but you got to remember, one sperm can only fertilize one egg. You know, they're not multiple sperms. So, um, so yeah. Uh, Skittle Bunny says, 19-day-old ground boas aren't eating yet. Any advice? Yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations that you had them, obviously. That, that's, a, that's a feat in itself. Um, I mean, the, the, the only thing that you can really do besides assist feed, which assist feeds will work, you know. It takes time, and, and it's very a lot of patience with, with little uh, Candoia. Um but if you can get house geckos, little Mediterranean house geckos, they're like maybe $3, something like that, two and a half, three dollars where depending on where you find them, uh, that is a way to get them to start to eat. And, and, and oftentimes if you get 
one or two meals into them and then maybe take a house gecko and scent a pinky after one or two meals of how uh, feeding house geckos um because that's what they eat in the wild um not mediterranean house geckos obviously because they're indonesian but indonesian house geckos but you just can't get those um and uh you know you could often switch them after that you know get you know give them a couple house geckos get some calories in get some calories in some growth in then you scent a pinky and hopefully you can get going but but they're a challenge i mean they're they're a really cool snake to to own and yeah, a cool sure. snake to 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 uh uh, mess with but but they are a challenge i mean you know that you know viper boas are the same way uh viper boas uh candoia bibroni you know all those are uh you know the carinata bimbroni all those are pulse and i they're all very very difficult to get going when they're babies unfortunately it's a downside of working with them caleb says hey wanted to say you guys are both uh inspirational and amazing i hope to visit soon people here in florida are reckless with corona and we hope to move to utica just because of you guys stay awesome <laughs> that's the only thing that's like got me a little bit like unsure out. about our trip to Florida. Yeah, to be totally I do. Dude, hey, listen, you. I have the same um, feelings. I understand. You know, I mean, I want to go down there really bad, and we're planning on going down there this month. Uh, but I do have a little bit concerned about the lack of uh, Fucks? Li- you know, Listen, <laughs> yeah. you know, this is the thing. It's like you're either on one side or the other, right? Usually, it's like there's very few people that are in the middle on this. You know, they're either like it's a joke and this is all a lie, or everyone's going to die and this is going to, you know, and, and I think right now we're getting into a weird, maybe, maybe we are getting into a gray area where people that were thinking that it was really super serious are now lightening up a little bit. And, uh, and, and, and I've been pretty, pretty strict on it, you yeah. know, not that, not that I'm, I'm concerned that, you know, if I get it, I'm going to die. But I think that, you know, I want to be part of the solution and not part of the problem. That's where I'm and, at. Um, yeah. and, and Florida is, I, I let's put this, if we go to Florida, I guarantee you most of the time we're not going to have a mask around people. Right. Um, and I know that, you know, those people that were going to be around that don't have a mask have been around a lot of people that don't have masks. Right, and and right. so it does get a little bit scary about doing a trip to Florida right now. And that's the only thing that's got me a little bit tweaked. Like I'm, you know, I I think we are going to go. I'm pretty committed to going. But at the same time, part of me is like, do we wait another month to win? <laughs> to to win, win, win? Vaxed up? Now yeah. we're probably vaccinated at least, you know, because yeah. I think that in the next, I don't think in March I'm going to get vaccinated, yeah, but, but I think April. that in April we will get vaccinated. Um, and part of me is like, do we wait till that time or do we just throw caution to the wind? I really love Florida and I really want to get around down there and I, I need a trip away. Um, and I know Jay has family. Yeah, I, but I, there. but I just want you to know, like I am on the same like wavelength as you too. Like I've yeah. thought I've had the same thoughts before. And the thing is, right. And like with the gray area or whatever, I just look at it as like, if I'm wrong, but I'm wearing a mask that I'm just still wearing a mask, whatever, right, yeah. that's not that big a deal. Right. But if I'm wrong, not wearing a mask, then people can die. Like yeah. that just seems like I'll just it's wear the tough, mask. It's not a big yeah. deal. It's a tough thing. And, and, you know, even so, I mean, you know, like the CDC just lightened up, uh, the, the, the rules on, on visiting long-term care health. Um, you, you have to have a COVID test within 48 hours, but you know, I've only seen my mom a handful of times in the last 12 months yeah and it's always been with a mask on you know yeah. and uh, i can't go visit her it's it's you know i can't they won't let me in her her uh, she lives in a senior apartment and uh, i can't go there the only time i've seen her is when i've taken her to a doctor and all of a sudden now 
we can see her, you know, I just have to get a COVID test, which is fine. I don't mind. Uh, And I can see her, uh, not right today, but within the next week or so. And and I'm thinking like, do I want to jeopardize all that? You know, and, and, you know, it's like, it's a tough thing. So, uh, so I hear you about Florida. I love you guys down in Florida, but you know, I mean, Florida, Texas, a couple other (laughs) states are are really going crazy right now. And, and I just don't want to, you know, listen, we're close people. We're close. And every day it's closer. And like, you see it every day more and more where it's like, people are talking about, about like oh as the country starts to open up and blah 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 and it's like that's huge man like it's yeah. it would be stupid to ruin it at the yeah, end right now if you if you again <laughs> i don't want to get into covid talk we're going to leave this in a second here but yeah. but if you look at the the way that the, the, the trend you know we, we were in this really steep decline and now we've plateaued and if you look back on when that's yeah. happened before last year yeah. we uh we usually after a plateau we start to spike again yep. now with vaccinations and all the other stuff i think we're in better shape but there's obviously variants and stuff like that that could cause this so i'm just a little worried about the fact that i just want this to be over people i want this to go back i want to hug you i want to i want to <laughs> you know you, i want to <laughs> smack you you know smack your butt no, no, <laughs> I, i'm just kidding i don't want to do that um but you know what i mean i want to be close to people and and uh, shake your hand and, and give sh- me love yeah. Oh, shake you your know, hands. I, and, I mean, it's so funny with in the Reptarium. People come up to me all the time. Of course, we're masked up everywhere, you know, in the Reptarium. Um, and uh, and and like someone will come up and go, man, I'm yeah, I'm just so happy to meet you. And you could tell they want to shake my hand, but they're but like they awkward like, about I, it. They're like, like, does he want me to shake? Yeah, I put my hand out there. <laughs> and uh, so I just want to get on the other side of this. And if that means struggling for another few months, I'm okay with that. Me you too. Know? So, uh, anyways, that's it for the C talk. All right, uh, EB says EB. I just bought a 2018 corn from Will Banks Reptiles, uh, but it seems a little small for 2018. Mm. He was being fed rat pinkies, and he looks healthy, but could they have been feeding too small of feeders the last couple of years? Question mark. I mean, a 2018 that's eaten rat pups is a little bit small, no doubt about it. And and that could just be the case. Maybe they were just feeding it, you know, not feeding it enough, you know, or, or large enough feed meals. Yeah. Um, uh, but the good news is, is that if it looks healthy and it's eating well for you, it's going to be fine, you know, and, and Will Banks is, uh, th- that whole, you know, uh, uh, company is a great company, you know, uh, great people. They know what they're doing. Clean, uh, beautiful you know. facility. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so I wouldn't be concerned about the animal and that happens, you know, I mean, it happened. We see that all the time here where someone will bring us an animal that is, you know, a three-year-old animal looks like a yearling. It looks completely healthy. It just look, it just grow at a different pace than what exactly. we would have fed stuff. So, you know, these things can, can happen and uh the good news is also that if it looks good and it's eating well it's going to grow quick yeah. and, and usually when an animal is being fed a little bit more modestly uh when then you start feeding it more regularly it grows quicker and it'll catch up to say a sibling that's been fed a little bit more aggressive well, that's so, interesting so yeah so so i wouldn't be concerned at all especially because you know those guys are great uh marcel says brian ready xanthics and lorries are the same just kidding love and respect you guys <laughs> i've tamed niles to crocodile monitors uh, working on my new lace monitors. How is Beetlejuice? Wow, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, it's quite um, a list. And I love that he was doing that. I do too, man. I'm, that sure, good. I'm sure that created a little buzz, you know, because I attack Corey a little bit. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And I'm sure there's, you know, whatever. But I don't give a shit about the drama. I, I'm not trying to create drama. I'm trying to... I'm just telling you it's not the same thing. I'm just telling you the thing. truth. I'm yeah. just you the truth. Um, that being said, I love the fact that Noah has really uh, developed an interest in in monitors oh dude i uh, I love it too and i told him that the other day i'm like dude when you're hyped with animals makes me hype bro like i love that so i mean argamas is literally a different animal since noah like i haven't seen argamas act like argamas is now for two years yeah i agree Um, so noah's put a tremendous amount of energy into argamas prime or argus monitor 
or uh, Argamis's prime, I should say. Yeah. Um, and 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 now he's interested in Beetlejuice, you know, so he's starting to work with Beetlejuice a little bit. And I think that that's going to be really good. I think it's going to be really good because he's got patience. And and listen, when you're only working with maybe two or three animals, you can really spend a lot of time. We're working with so many animals, we can only do so much with yeah, Beetlejuice. Yeah, you know? yeah. Then we got to move on to the next animal, the next animal. So I love that Noah's taken an interest. And I I talked to Noah. I think it was last night or the night before we were talking about you know what he should do and how he should do things and and so uh oh, that's yeah, badass gonna, dude yeah. you must be so hyped bro like oh, i, so I could only yeah. imagine as a dad who's yeah. been into reptiles and like your son comes home and is like so what should i do with argamas you're like yeah. oh my god man i've been waiting yeah. my whole life to hear no it that. is really cool to see him Makes me and jazzed too. about stuff and, yeah. and uh and so i think uh beetlejuice is doing really well and oh I my think god that if, so if cool. noah was spending time with them uh he'll he'll do better quicker yeah you know? so i agree be really good Little bogus first time or first official day of spring break. Happy to kick it off with you guys. Ah, there you go. Happy spring, spring break. break, bogus. You know, it's really a weird thing, right? Because spring break is typically super busy for us here at the Reptarium, but there's not a normal spring break, right? right. This it's year. been you know spring I mean? break like, for a year and a half. It's been spring break since last March, <laughs> yeah. you know, and so so uh, we haven't seen the influx. I mean, we've been super busy. We're sold out. Yeah, this we've been busy we've regardless. Been, we've almost. been busy for months and months. Uh, and and we and, and when you look out at the calendar, we're busy for the next two or three months as well. Uh, and really, you know, zoos like ours get busier in the summertime. So, um, so I think we're going to have a really banger, you know, next say six months or something like that. Um, but, uh, but I've heard a bunch of people say, yeah, spring break. And I'm like, spring break from what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah from I, mean, break? I guess from like, you know, yeah, not being on a computer four hours or yeah. six hours yeah. a day with you. So in, listen, Enjoy your spring break. Yeah, and Bogus is a teacher for for oh, eighth graders, so okay, she so. needs it. Oh, she you needs it. really? Yeah, need that. It, man. And imagine now that is a really spring break right there yeah, yeah. because uh, I I feel bad for teachers because to try to keep you know, kids uh, captivated for six hours, seven hours a day or whatever online. It had to have been a nightmare. And, and if that, I'm not mistaken, she does in school and out school well, at that's the same a, time. A lot of schools are doing that now ah. where it's a hybrid thing where, you know, you're teaching almost two courses. You're almost teaching two times. Right. You're almost doing double the work as a for, teacher. Yeah, for the same um, thing. Yeah, for, that yeah, was already I mean, half of what you should be getting. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, that teachers have really taken it to the, to the, but I, you know, it's interesting. I hope that, that we can get everyone in school and I hope that, I don't know how teachers weren't, high on the list of vaccinations from the very start. Oh, that should have been the Like, first. every teacher should have gotten vaccinated right off the rip, you know, yeah. because... Worry about um, our future. You know, and, and, kids. and get the kids yeah. back in class, you know, so... I agree. Solus Honky threw a $1.50 uh, for What's love. Up? And Solus, what are you doing? You're not putting a message, bro? I know, right, man? Yeah, we miss you, and you just yeah, come in here and drop yeah. dollars like we're strippers or something? Yeah, what do you think? You're going to win a nipple or yeah, something like that? Come want, on now. Because you got to throw a couple more dollars for yeah, a nipple. Yeah, yeah, I mean, listen, it, listen did, did Noah last night uh, follow my... Uh, suggestion Which one? and uh, to, to to tell people like I don't that. think so no no he didn't but we did do a freestyle but he didn't he didn't do what you said no uh, MJ just texted me said why are you talking smack you boner uh, when did, he, when did you talk what, smack what, about I, him I'm gonna look on my thing right here and see what it says says uh cory woods reptiles <laughs> so it's, it was about cory uh so obviously cory was on uh trap session with mj and obviously they they must be talking smack back Ooh. And forth about i don't give a shit Hell you know no. i really I don't, don't care either. i don't i don't care i don't care what cory thinks of me i don't care at all i you know it doesn't matter to me if you want to say Lori's and 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 uh and and Reddy's Reddy's antics. antics are the same thing then go ahead and say it you're, yeah, you're wrong, wrong. you're wrong anyone that works with both of them will tell you you're wrong but if you want to you know try to you know puff your chest up you know go at it big boy <laughs> Ooh. uh joseph says hey brian sending love from dallas texas my three-year-old son loves your videos thank you to uh for all your inspiration and education you spread about these beautiful animals 
Love the vlog vlog and the podcast. Yee. Yee. All right, man. There you go. Get some Logan Paul in the house. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, thank you so much. Seriously, I appreciate you beyond belief. Uh, Let Roses Burn says, hey, no what's up, girl? internet construction on my house and then messed up my cable. I have no bandwidth left on my phone. Aw, Let Roses Burn, we're going to miss you. Get your stuff fixed yeah, quick. get your shit together. Look at all our big dogs, man. We got Simple Man. I know. Got, all know, of our heavy hitters uh, yeah, are Yeah, it's singing. like everyone's just burned out on us. So. No, they can't even get internet in I know. Right oh, my now. gosh, man. Life is tough, man. Sixpence. That is first world problems right there, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah like, you're oh, not wrong. Get the internet. How am I supposed to send Super Chats? How am I supposed to send Super Chats without the internet? Uh, oh, my gosh. Actually, you know that my uh, our, our new place... Yeah, yeah. Uh, doesn't have hardly any reception. That's good. It is good. Yeah, but, I honestly so don't I, get better reception. Yeah, so, so when, well, I, there's no choice. I mean, good. I can get internet there, but even the internet is a little shoddy. Good. But when I go to this place, which is just a little summer uh, home that we have, um, they, you know, literally most of the property has zero reception. Oh, that's my favorite no, thing I've heard like, all day. Like literally zero reception. So I'm going to be out of pocket. We're forcing you to go gonna, off the grid, dude. <laughs> and Fuck that's that. The, that's, the, that's the whole point is that when I get to this place, it's just a really chill. Sh- it's not far, a couple hours away from home. So we can go as often as we possibly can and just kind of chill out. So, uh, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I won't be sitting by the lake. Uh, <laughs> I'm, ex- in, I'm so in, excited, in, bro. I'm not going to be sitting by the lake on Instagram. That's nope. for damn sure. So. No, nope. you have all week to do that. You do yeah. it. You do yeah. it here. They're probably you know? the best thing. It's gonna. It's gonna teach me to to you know. Because I mean, I don't know how about how you guys are, but literally, like <laughs> when when I like don't have my phone on me, I I like panic. Like I mean, oh, like yeah. if I if I touch my pocket and my phone isn't in my pocket, even if I've ha- if like okay, say say I'm I, I'm like at my house, right, right, and I'm literally just on my phone and I set it down. Five minutes later, it's not in my pocket. It's like I'm. It might as well be on the moon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think it's lost forever. Oh, I'm like, shit. it's got to be gone. The phone's got to be gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It can't be. It's here. like right next to you. <laughs> and then yeah. I find it three seconds later, and it's like, oh, life is back to good again. Yeah, yeah. That so, happens to me quite a bit too. Because like, yeah. I'll I'll go put it in a different pocket than I normally do, and sit down in a car or something. And I check yeah. my pockets, and I'm like, uh oh. Where's, like, Where's my fucking phone? Where's the phone? But at? I'm more mad just because like I don't want to have to spend another thousand dollars on a phone. Why are you mad or like not mad, but like, why are you panicked when you lose your phone? It's just, I just, this connectivity thing, man. I feel like I have to always be connected. Oh, I can't wait to have that not be the case. (laughs) It's funny. One time I was, it was so funny. One time I was driving back from Texas by myself and I was in a minivan um, and, uh, and, 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 and literally dropped my phone on the seat beside the seat. Right. Right. And, uh, and, and, and I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find it, you know, as I'm driving, but trying not to crash, you know what I mean? And and, and literally, when fi- finally, after like 15 minutes, I had to pull off the side, like pull off the exit, like, blah, 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 and I couldn't find the phone. And I started thinking, like, could have fallen out of the car. And I'm thinking, the doors are freaking closed. It, there's no holes in the floor right, for right. to fall out. But literally, my mind started, like, tripping out. It's got to be it, outside. And it turned yeah. out to, that it was, like, literally, like, tucked underneath the seat in, like, a little spring area. Yep, yep. And I found it, and it was fine. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just a mental thing. So this is going to be good for me to get away so to a place that I can't use my phone hardly Even ever. Even if you wanted to. Even if I want to. And I think that's going to be uh, really a blessing in disguise. Right. 
I agree. Six Pence says, how about Asian vine snakes for the Reptarium? You're talking yeah, to the right guy. Yeah, yeah talking to uh, Jay's, <laughs> I love Jay's favorite snake. We had an Asian vine snake here. Uh, it was it wild was, caught, right? Yeah, it was a wild caught. It lived for about a year and a half here, uh, and then it just passed away one day. I mean, literally, it was, was doing fine eating, doing everything, and then all of a sudden, one day, it was gone. Yeah. And uh, and it was one of Jay's favorite snakes, actually. I know. I'd sit there yeah. all day and just watch. They're yeah. so cool and yeah, has so, such a personality. So I'd like to get the uh, uh, the Central American vine snakes. Oh, yeah. Uh or South American, Central American. I'm not sure which ones they are, but yeah, I think they might See, be South American vine snakes. So they look very similar, but they're huge. Oh, and they're way cooler, honestly, because yeah. they got all the blues in the side yeah, and stuff. Go. Yeah, South American vine snakes. Oh, so, yeah, look, look at that, that bad and these guys boy. Only, literally eat mice and stuff like that. that. So yeah, <sighs> so they're just like the other vine snakes, but bigger, much bigger, and they're uh, rear fang venomous. No, uh, they are. They they all are. Yeah. Which is so crazy too, but uh, but yeah, so yeah, I, I definitely vine snakes. I think if I can, if I have it my way, I'd like, I'd rather get a small group of uh, the the South Americans. I don't know who's. I know Kevin has, has some. One or, I don't right? know if he's got multiples or if he's breeding them. I've never known. Huh. So if anyone knows anyone that has South American vine snakes, reach and out. Captive bred, bred babies, uh, I'm in. So let me know. Uh, RC Exotic says, "Hey guys, much love. What's hey, up, what's brother? up, RC? I haven't heard from you in a bit." Brandon Gramlin, hope you guys are Brandon having a great Gramlin, night through $20 for love. Appreciate uh, you, thank brother. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you, man. Rob S., how do you feel about BRB Morphs? Love the podcast yeah. and YouTube. I found you during my wife's cancer treatment. Wow. Seven reptiles later, I'm still addicted. Well, I hope that your wife is doing well now. So uh, that's uh, that's a difficult thing. My One of my best friends' wife's been going through it for almost a year now. Talk about a tough yeah. year for her. Uh, she's doing better, and I, I think she's almost at the end of her treatment now, and she should be all wrapped up here within the next month or so, and uh, things look really good. So I can only imagine what you're going through. So much love. Um, and uh, uh, I think uh, so. so we obviously work with Hypo, uh, Brazilian rainbows. Uh, there's obviously albinos. There's a guy over in Europe that has pites. I don't know that he's selling any of them wow, though. Be... Uh, the pites are interesting. They're not like pie ball pythons. I've seen them, I but think. they're yeah, pretty, pretty cool. darn cool. They're definitely pies, no doubt about it. And I wonder if it's similar to the pied retics, oh, okay. where like the original pied retics were really not very great pies, to be honest with you. And then through breeding them and selective breeding them, now you get almost like pie ball ball pythons in the in the retic. Um, uh, so. Uh, hopefully that'll happen with the pied Brazilians. So there are also striped Brazilians. Um, there's obviously the hypos, there's albino, the T positive albinos or T negative albinos, I'm sorry, which are very, very cool. So uh, yeah, I love all the rainbow stuff. I think that it's probably a little underappreciated to be honest with you. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think that with the right marketing that there'd be a lot more popularity, especially now that, that albino Brazilians have come down in price where they're, I'm not going to say they're affordable because I think they're still like seven grand or five or seven grand, or maybe even 10 grand. I'm not sure what they are now, but, uh, but they're, 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 they were 25 grand. Right. And that was a little pricey for most people, obviously. Um, even seven grand or five grand is pricey for most people too. But when they come down to say 1500 bucks a piece, they're going to sell like crazy. Um, and there's a, there's a few other, there's like some white sides that are being worked on. So yeah, there's a whole bunch of rainbows. I think there's like rainbows are us has a, a really <laughs> That's a cool, cool name. Yeah. yeah, they have a really cool collection of rainbow boas, like stripes and different patterns and they have albinos and they have a bunch of other stuff. So, uh, we just work with the hypos here. And then of course with the Colombians, we work with T positive, T negative and, uh, leucistic. Scottish Rob says, to ease your mind a bit about COVID, it's harder to transmit outdoors. Also, transmission is generally after 15 minutes of exposure. Bit of a workaround. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, the, the problem is, is that uh, 
uh, yes, Florida, lots Florida's outside, no doubt about it. But but when we're working with with venomous snakes, you have to be indoors, right? And so you're going to not only be indoors, but you're going to be indoors very close to people. Quarters, yeah. Um, and yeah, and most of those facilities are pretty small. Um, so it's a, it's a little bit of a challenge. And the people that I want to go hang out with, uh, have all been pretty cavalier with with yeah. hanging around people, you yeah. know. And and so uh, and I love all those guys. I want to really spend time with you know, Chandler and Blake and, 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 and Tyler and, and Paul Cafaro and, 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 and obviously Savannah and, and, and all my other friends, Ty Park and all these people, I want to, you know, really have some fun with them. So, uh, not all the, not, me, yeah, Ty. yeah not cool. all their facilities are outdoors. So it's a little bit more challenging. Um, obviously down to, you know, to, to, to Mario's place, ZWF. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, I still think there's a, strong chance we're going but it's probably going to you know uh, we'll probably have a couple more conversations about that before yeah. we actually you know lock in the date becky says sending love and positive vibes for taz from Pin prince edward island well thank you so much in and prince canada? edward's island island is beautiful by the way is that um, in canada it is i've and, been there uh, actually once yeah. yeah it's really yeah it's beautiful and uh um thank you so much i appreciate it uh we're gonna need all that we can get <laughs> Caleb says, I think you guys should come. Just be careful. Don't like, be like the rest of the idiots here. I have COPD and asthma and haven't got got it. We're close to the end. Yeah. Well, listen, I hope that you get vaxxes with uh, with COPD and, 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 and asthma. I mean, that that's you're definitely high risk. So hopefully you can get some vaccine in you and, um, and, and hopefully get better. So, yeah, we're getting there, man. We're going to get there. I can't and, wait. Um, it sounds so great. And, and, you know, just see, you know, we've talked about, we haven't traveled much. We'd like to spice the vlog up a little bit. I know you guys, I mean, now granted, we are getting to the point where we're going to start getting eggs and we're start getting stuff. So that's going to make the vlog a little bit more exciting. But we do think that if we can get down to Florida, um, that'll be a uh, good, nice little break yeah. from the, the monotony of being yeah. at the shop all the time. Right. Yeah. And, you know, even though the weather has kind of changed here and started to feel very spring like. Yeah. Uh, we still are in, in, in. We still got snow in the forecast next Thursday. Do we really? Yeah. It's going to be 60 on Tuesday and then it's supposed to be snow on Thursday or Friday. What? Yeah. I'm That's bullshit. Town, man. I'm out of here. Yeah, I know. Well, let's just go now, dude. Oh Fuck out. No, wait. Let's wait till after Tuesday because Tuesday is going to be Tuesday nice, dude. Snow, man. You sitting Jesus. outside, dude, Jesus. on Tuesday? You're going to chill out? 60 and snow. What While you're doing that, I'm going to read Brother Clinton's in the house, our boy. What's up, Blair? He says, uh, loving the show. Do y'all talk turtles on Snake Talk? Check mm. out my Facebook group, Save the Box Turtle Indiana, USA. Love to all from your OG brother, Clinton. I love you, brother. Clinton. Love you, man. Um, yeah, I mean, we can talk turtles all day long. I yeah, mean, well, I love turtles. I love turtles. Yeah, I love turtles um, too. I'm probably not as uh, versed. Yeah, versed in turtles and terrapins in particular, uh, as as I'd like to be. I mean, there's a lot, a lot, oh my a God, lot of species so many. of terrapins, and I know like four. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not. I mean, I get you know when we go down to Ty at Ty Park's place, he has a whole you know uh, slew. Uh, yeah, like I mean, like you know, hundreds of different species. And, and I've been to a couple other places down in Florida that have like, you know, there's this one guy that has one of the most dope setups in his backyard. And, uh, and, and he's got hundreds of types of, of terrapins. And I have no idea what the hell, I mean, I walk around, I'm just like, all right, that's a total. Uh, yeah, I mean, a total. They all look so similar to me. Uh, I wish I did like Spangler. I punch up Spangler. I turtle. I can't remember what the freaking uh, uh, Spangler. I turtle. Yeah, there it is. 
Uh, I can't remember what the common name is. Whoa, but this what is one are of the coolest for leaf turtle. Look at this. It, is that the coolest turtle? It's so cute. It, 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 they yeah, are so badass. derpy, and they love worms. They eat worms. Oh, so no. they're a semi-aquatic animal, but they love to also be on land, as you can see. And, um, and they, oh, they're they eat. so weird. They're, they're the cutest turtle in I love the it. world. love it. And they, they just, uh, when I was out at uh, Garden oh, State picture. Tortoise. Um, that's a good one. I, we fed his Spangler eye and, 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 and they were just, I mean, they just come running for worms. No, like, really? They, oh my God. They are so cute. So yeah, black brother Clint, I'm all about the turtle toitles. Toitles. Uh, Justin says, love you. Uh, watch daily and got my first ball Python gravid in her shed. So 30 days till eggs after oh, shed question mark. Yeah. So 30 days, but remember that's a very loose estimate. It yeah. depends on, uh, the animal it depends on the temperature. It depends on where the animal sits on the hot spot. It depends on all kinds of different things. So so, I mean, I've had clutches as early as 21 days, and I've had clutches as, as, as late as 45 days. So you have a pretty big window there. Yeah. But but typically, you're going to be 27 to 33 days. Probably the average days. of 1,000 clutches in yeah, 30 gonna, days, Yeah, right? you're going to be plus or minus two or three days on, on 30 after shed. Um, but you know, don't, don't panic if you get it, if it's 40 days, yeah, don't start pop, egg. don't start popping the eggs yeah, out yeah, by yeah, yourself. Don't do that. And, um, you know, and, and don't be, you know, start checking about 20 days after just in case you never know. Richard Brown says, Hey guys, much love from is Owen Ontario. Uh, yes. Ontario. Yeah, Can Richard ball pythons lay off season? Uh, absolutely. So yeah, Richard's been around for a long time. He's, he's used to comment on my, my vlog, like back in the early days, Oh my god, like dude. early, early days. So, uh, so good nice to, to see you on you. the podcast, man. Um, yes. I mean, really to be totally honest with you, uh, ball pythons can be atypical breeding, breeding seasons. Uh, I know people that, that say the gourmet rodent, for instance, down right. in, in Gainesville or Archard, Florida, uh, they literally will get clutches of eggs 12 months of the year. 12 months, every single month of the year, they will produce ball pythons. And they're just offsetting um, each like piece of their collection, right? Like they'll have like well, maybe they like actually 20 females. No, not, no? not in this case. They wow. have all in one room. And what they do is they just, so so unlike us that are, are very, uh, 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 you know, season, very, you know, uh, targeted on our breeding season, they go through an ultrasound, all of their females once a week. And a male doesn't go in with a female until it has 12 millimeter follicles. So... As soon as a female has 12 millimeter follicles, they start breeding her. They don't do a food cycle. They don't do a temperature cycle. They just breed at 12 and then wait till they go. And wow. and, and, and some females, you know, just everything cycles. Because on it's natural. Pace. Yeah. yeah. And because they're not food cycling or temperature cycling, it, you know, every female is going to go a little bit different. And, hmm. and so they produce 12 months of the year. Wow. That is so interesting. SOX yeah. Arizona says hello from Flagstaff, Arizona. Brian, nice. you rock. Hey, thank you so much. We uh, we were near Flagstaff. Well, we love it, uh, and and we we love every part of Arizona. I love it. It's my it's my. I've told people it's my favorite state. Yeah. I haven't been to Alaska. I think that uh, I, I should. And when I say a favorite state, I, I talk about where I'd want to live. Right. Yep. I, I think I'd want to if I if I had to pick a state besides Michigan because I'm here, and my family's here, and I'm pretty. My roots are down here pretty hard. Um, it would be Arizona. Uh, that doesn't mean that I don't love California. It doesn't mean that I don't love Texas. It doesn't mean that I don't love other states. And it doesn't mean that I don't think Alaska might be a, a more interesting experience. I would never live in Alaska. No. Right? Uh, I, I would love to go there. I'd love to spend time there. And the same thing goes. I love LA. I love San Diego. But uh, but I won't, uh, I won't go. Um, you know, I, w I wouldn't live there. Uh, airport ops through a dollar. The message oh, wow. was retracted, so I'm sorry oh, about that, sorry, Brian. Airport ops. That's uh, Little Bogus says, Little bogus. "Hey, I'm right here. I don't remember what that was for, but I, I know we said something about Little Bogus earlier. I thought I we were just right talking here. about her being in school. 
doing all that extra work yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Well, hey. Well, well you're here. Well, hey, you're here. Well, thank you. I'm here, too. And she did the, the capital I'm, like, I'm right here. Yeah, like she's Not pissed. I'm right like here. she's pissed. Yeah. It's like, I'm right, right here. here. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, um, right here. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Well, I'm I'm happy you're here. Yeah, and we're all happy we're we here. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> Rosie says hi, Brian and Jay. What is your favorite species of frog? Great question. Oof. Uh, yeah. Hey, Rosie. Um, favorite species of frog. Uh, it's a tough one because I there's so many that I really like. What's that know, real you know? iconic one that has the orange feet, red eyes? Green and white body. Oh, it's a tree frog. Yeah, probably a red red eye tree frog. Red eye tree frog. Yeah, red eye free tree frog. Yeah, that's my favorite. Really? Okay. Yeah, I've always yeah. loved them. I've ever since yeah, I was they have a kid. interesting side patterns and stuff. like Beautiful that. Beautiful colors. Yeah, big nice. big body. I think um, I really like uh, the leaf frogs are really cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Leaf frogs are like sure. Malaysian leaf. Why don't you put up Malaysian leaf frog? They're they're probably right up there. Uh, and yeah, just yeah. There I got gotcha. you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, another so, cool so one. You know, those are really cool. Punch We've up, seen these at um, yeah, Josh's. At, uh, Josh's frogs. Yeah. G- G- punch up. This is a good one. Goliath toad, or maybe Goliath frog. I'm not sure which one it is. Maybe Goliath frog. Yeah. Let's see, is this it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what you got to get? Oh, so look at the, oh, look at this kid okay. holding it. Look at this okay. kid holding. No, that's a that's a horn frog. Oh, is it? Okay, that's okay. Horn frog. Next one. This over. one. That one right there. Oh my god, that's a Goliath dude. Frog. And these guys are from Africa. I don't. I've never heard of anyone owning these in captivity. Can we get one? I would love to get one. Look at the, the down there. There's another African right there. Look oh at this. Look at this frog, man. It's the size of his torso. That's a frog right there. So uh, that's probably the dream frog for me. To be totally honest with you, I love the Malaysian leaf frogs, but I think that if I had a dream frog, it'd be the Goliath frog. Uh, Brandeno. Brandeno. What's I like up? That. Says, I love your content, Brian. Please keep your head up. I know you're going through anxiety or going through anxiety is tough. It honestly drives me crazy, but F the haters. Yeah, you know, thank you. And and, and it is weird, you know. I mean, like I've noticed like the hate side of things, you know, like the drama slash hate side comes in cycles. And uh and there's no doubt that, you know, there was a little pop. Nothing like it used to be. I mean, a few years ago I couldn't do anything without people hating on me for everything I do. Now it's pretty sick, you know, not very much, but but there has been a little swell of hatred over the last two weeks. Um you know, and honestly, it bothered me for a little bit. Now I'm just ignoring it because yeah, I don't just over it. I just don't care. And, yeah. and, and, you know, uh, you know, and I, I guess, you know, I've been probably more, um, honest with people than I had in the past. You know, I, I used to be much more like political about the things that I would do, like not try to say anything negative about people. Not that I, I, I still won't say negative about people, but like MJ I know was saying. talking about yeah. with the drama with me and Corey, I'll call a spade a spade and, and just say, Hey, listen, you know, I don't, I, this is bullshit, you know? And, and I'm sure that that causes drama and then people in the reptile hobby. Like, Can you believe that those guys are feuding? Yeah. I don't care. I'm not feuding with anybody. Yeah. I'm just stating facts. And I know that that creates drama. And then of course, you know, uh, you know, you, every every now and then, for whatever reason, our thumbnails and titles are always the same, right? Yeah. They're always going to be sensational. They're always going to be whatever. And it's just like, it was funny. Uh, did you see, it was a, uh, I believe it was a Netflix show uh, on um, that real famous Egypt, Egyptologist. Oh, I know who you're that, talking about, but that, I don't uh, know. That he just did a show about uh, finding a, the 
tomb. He was looking for Nefertiti. Yes, yes, tomb, I did. Right? I have seen that. Yeah, and 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 I saw this this pre. I I watched the show, and then a couple days ago, I saw a preview for it where it's like this is the entrance to the tomb, and and I was like, they so fucking clickbait. Oh us, my click, you know clickbait I mean? forever. Uh, but, but the point is, is that's that's what every TV show, that's and what movie every movie does, shows, that's what everything does. But every now and then. You know, even though we do it all the time, we don't lie to people. We just, you know, make it sensational and we yeah. make people want to click on the thing. But every now and then people will, you know, decide they hate me for it. And and it goes through a little period of time where, you know, for two, three, four weeks, people, I mean, I had people saying, I st- I'm, I'm stopped watching your content. I can't say, and I'm like, if can't you stand the clickbait, yeah, dude, if, <laughs> literally, if you don't want to watch my content because you don't like my thumbnail, then you don't care about my content. No, you never did because you know, no one, no everyone way. would look past that. There's no way I've ever looked at a video and been like, I won't watch this video because it's clickbait, you know? As long as they aren't lying to me and the content is good, I'm watching it. Yep. You know, so so like I said, unfortunately, there's been a little swell of 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 negativity around me this last few weeks, but it'll subside because I'm not doing anything that it, that deserves it. You yeah, know what I mean? It's just bullshit. It, it's just it's just the way it is. But like I said, you know, bandwagon happens. You know, when you see one person do it, then another person jumps on. Yeah, you're people, right. <laughs> yeah, and then the people that do hate me use that as as fire. Like, oh, see, I told you he was a terrible person. Yeah, yeah. look at all. <laughs> I literally can't care less about it. Honestly, I can't care less. And I'm sorry that I would even take these last three minutes or four minutes and talk about it because it's just garbage and I don't care about these people. And that's right. And Hannah, our girl. What's up, Hannah? She got the Rona. We found out on a podcast last night. She goes, hey, Brian and Jay, glad I've been able to catch all these podcasts live this week. Still stuck at home with the Rona, but improving every day. Cheers. Well, I'm glad that you're improving. And most people, and again, I don't take this lightly at all. Uh, A lot of people lost a lot of close people in their life. And and, uh, it's it's by no means something to take lightly. But uh, most people have what you have where it's like it sucks it's whatever but you get over it and 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 life goes on um but it's still something to take serious so i'm sorry you caught it and i and i'm glad that you're feeling speedy recovery yes absolutely center nine says glad i'm able to catch the live great to listen while doing homework well good i'm glad see they're doing homework they don't have spring break (laughs) yeah exactly what's up with that dude i that's what happened to me i took online courses in college and I didn't know that they don't give you like a winter break or nothing. So I get like done. I went to like Florida for a winter break. I was still in Jersey at the time. And you're like, oh shit. I, I get home. Yeah, I get, no, I didn't know. Oh, you didn't know. So I get home and it's like, the, you know, maybe two days until class starts again. Um, and I look and all my assignments are like highlighted, like you need to get this done. I'm like, oh, oh I got like a week's worth of work to do in a day. Oh my gosh. Oh, and by the way, before we move yeah. on, uh, we'll get to Super Chats. We do have uh, here... In about you know a half hour, forty five minutes, something like that. Depends on how long we talk and how long we go on with super chats and how long we ramble about different things. But I do have uh, a guest that'll be on for the last half hour of the show or right. so. Uh, his name is David. Uh, he's a paranormal guy, um, and we would talk about some projects that we may be working on together in the future. So he came up from Ohio, um, met him just before we went on, and uh, he's upstairs at the Reptarium right now, just chilling out, uh, watching stuff. And but we're gonna bring him on, talk a little bit of. Uh, paranormal stuff and some other cool projects that we might be working on in the future together exciting stuff Uh, we'll talk reptiles for now uh, long shot chameleon says i've been watching you since 08 back when i was breeding ball pythons now i'm breeding panther chameleons and would love to help you 
with your Panthers and Veils. Well, listen, I'm all about any help I can get. You know, let me know what you think uh, you can help with, you know, because uh, right. they're, they're doing great. You know, they're, yeah. they're really, they're, they're, they seem to be thriving. But at the same time, I'm always... All ears. Always ears about what... I'm by far, no means an expert on chameleons. Uh, so reach out to me too. And thank you so much. 2008, that was back in the old day. That's when I started. February, uh, February 8th, 2008 was when I started my YouTube channel. Uh, the vlog, right? Or no, that was actually the uh, Snake Bites TV. Snake Bites. That seems yeah, like two thousand and eight. So YouTube started in two thousand six. Uh, it I seems was like less long than that. That's crazy, right? It's yeah. wild. Well, you figure that's what uh, that's 13, 13 years. Thirteen years ago. Damn, that's crazy, yeah, man. Thirteen years I've been doing. Uh, so figure there hasn't been one week because we did one. We did once a week for just shy of 10 years, which was kind of messed up. I started the vlog channel uh, in November. Well, I started daily vlogging in November. Yeah. Um, I started the vlog channel, I think in June, uh, four years ago, four and a half years ago. Uh, so coming this June will be five years. And uh, and at that time I started like once a week and still doing snake bites once a week. And then we went to three times a week and continued to do snake bites once a week. And I wanted to do snake bites for 10 years. Uh, which would have been February 8th of the year that I started daily vlogging. I think that I, I was maybe two months shy oh, it of, counts. of 10 years <laughs> yeah, yeah. every week. So, but, but the fact is, is whether I was putting once a week, three times a week, five times a week, or now every day, uh, there hasn't been one week that I have not posted a video since 2008. That's so crazy. Which is crazy. You know, it's, r- it's wild to think 13 years yeah, of that. What have you done every week? Since yeah, 2008, for, right? 2008. It's crazy. That's a, and, and that's what someone, shower. Someone, someone actually texted me today. And, okay. Uh, uh, they said, you know, do you ever have a hard time coming up with content? I'm just kind of struggling because I feel like I've covered everything. And this was a, a you know, uh, a, a guy that uh, I think puts out maybe once a week or something like that. Probably has, I'm certainly has less than 100 videos out on the internet. Uh, and I thought to myself, it was a little interesting. I'm thinking like, we, you know, between the vlog channel and Snake Bites, we have like 2,500 videos. It's crazy. You know, so uh, yeah, sometimes it does get difficult to come up with content, but we, we, we try to tell a story every day the best we can. And, and um, sometimes we fail. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's true. And that's okay. Yeah, B-Dog, uh, what's up? B-Dog says, when will you know when your green tree python is going to lay eggs? You've seen them successively locked, but she didn't have a lot of follicle growth. Yeah, and that's the same thing that we talked about with ball pythons earlier. It's the same thing. We've just got to put some weight on her, continue to put uh, calories in. Um, and, and as we put calories in, we'll see uh, follicular growth, and, and hopefully we'll see more breeding. And, you know, they're, they can be atypical breeders as well, so they can really lay eggs almost any time of the year. So, um Fingers crossed. I don't know if it's going to go or not. I don't know. I'll continue to monitor monitor her. But uh, I would, if I were going to guess, with where she was at with follicular growth and where she's at right now with feeding and all these other things, I think that if we're going to produce, we're going to probably produce some maybe eggs in uh, July or August. Okay. What, which would be very off season, but completely within reason with with green tree pythons. Again, another animal that can breed almost all year. T says, hey, Brian, thank you for all you do. Is there a trick to getting your female ball pythons to eat more during the breeding season? Last year, two of my three girls ate well. This year, barely ate normal, let alone extra. So uh, copulation is the is the key, right? You know, so get as many male copulations on uh. those females as possible. The more the females copulate, the more they're going to want to eat. So, wow. uh, and basically think about it from this standpoint. I always say, you know, you try to get into the snake's minds, right? Reptiles' minds when you're breeding. So if... They're not going to produce eggs. There's not a big demand for them to eat in the wild, and they're probably going to conserve their energy, right? Um, 
once they copulate and start producing follicles, then their mind is, I've got to put body mass on my kids. in order to produce viable babies. So then they start wanting to eat more, which causes, it's a chain reaction, right? Copulation causes feeding, causes follicle growth, follicle growth causes feeding, causing copulation, causing egg production. So you think about it that way. Um, B Dub says, "Hey Brian and Jay, can I get a hello or a shout out? Thanks. What's up, B Dub? Hey, What's up, hello. Man? What are you doing? And a shout out. And a shout out. B Dub. Hey, bud. <laughs> and then Pol. Uh, I don't know if it's Polak or Polak, but Polak. we're gonna go with Polak on this one. Oh, Polak says, uh, "Hi Brian, what's your favorite snake? Um, the one I'm holding. Yeah, that's it's funny you say that. That's, that's what I always tell people. Mm -hmm. It's the one I'm looking at at that very moment, or the one I'm holding. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I really can't. That's a tough one. You know, it's it's a little easier to say like, what's your favorite lizard or what's your favorite crocodilian. Um, it's harder for me for snakes because I'm a snake guy at heart, and I've been working with snakes my whole life. And 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 there's so many there's variants. So many. I mean every snake is different, man. I mean, every snake is, you know, whereas maybe with a lizard, you have a different relationship with say Bella or Elvis or Diddy or Dixie or Tiana or whatever. And maybe in a crocodilian, you know, salt is amazing. RJ is amazing. So you have these relationships with them. Um, and, and at the same time, you could say like, oh, Cuban crocs are one of my favorites or salty crocs because of their, 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 the way they look or the way they act. Whereas um, snakes are so different because they're so diverse and everyone has something so special to offer. Yeah, I agree. Uh, CCC Geckos says, hey guys, so what are your opinions on the Black Knight Leopard Geckos? I'm currently li uh, listening while I clean and pair our geckos. We bought a bit ago. Two successful pairs so far. Future giant babies. Oh, good. Giants are really cool. Uh, you know, so Black Knight, and I'm no expert at all. You know, I'm sure Jessica could go on for yeah, hours yeah. about it. But my, my, my understanding of black knights is that you know not all of them are jet black uh and some of them ha still have a lot of pattern now the ones that have really dark beautiful black knight patterns are, are amazing and i wouldn't mind getting some the reason i haven't pulled the trigger on them yet is because of that because my understanding is is that not all of them turn out jet black and i i would be bummed if i spent the money that they cost and and got say six black knights and spent a bunch of money and and five of the six turned out to not be jet black yeah. you know that would be a big time bummer uh but i think that through uh selective breeding polymorphism what also maybe pairing with the right animals to make them more more black i mean they're cool man i mean come on they're beautiful yeah. animals a jet black leopard gecko it would is be a, unreal is okay. a stunning yeah. stunning i mean you have them you can punch up black knight leopard geckos i mean they're really beautiful animals you know um yeah i think they're uh, yeah there you go i mean they're they're they're, I mean, they're, they're stunning animals There's i mean no come on now dude yeah that's a that's a gorgeous i mean that's that's as gorgeous as it gets. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's shocking. Exemplary. People. So if I could get every single animal to look like that, I'd be buying them all day long. But you can roll down just a little bit to that blue background. This one? That's what I'm talking about. So this is pretty similar. Like we have line. that dark line, right? right like exactly. and that's so pretty much, yeah, like you said, it would just polygenically breed it until you get all dark. Right. right? And that's the, that's what I'm saying. You would be bummed if you paid a bunch of money and ended up with that animal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely uh, more bummed, if, especially if you thought it was going to yeah, look like this. Yeah, and that's another one. You know? yeah, and that's another one. The one you just punched on before. Is it this one? No, the no. Ne ne next to it. Next to it. This next one. To, yep, that one. You know, same thing. You know, beautiful animal, beautiful, but that's not jet black. No, no, you no, know, no, no. And that, so that's the only you know problem. And I think that eventually, I think through selective breeding, someone's going to figure that out and get them to where they're always black. And 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 nevertheless, really cool project. I mean, by by all means, I'd like to get into them. I've they, they've been on my radar, but just haven't pulled the trigger yet. Um, King's Collage says, hey guys, 
you are cheering me up today after my total knee replacement surgery. Oh my gosh. I sent a package to Brian and Lori, and the post, is, post office says it was delivered. Just want to make sure you actually got it. I have a box for Matilda. So, uh, first off, you know, I hope a speedy recovery. Yeah, my mom um, just went through that. So, just yeah. keep up on uh, your rehabilitation stuff, and you'll do yeah. great. Yeah, it's... It, it, if it's done right and you do the rehab, PT. it's uh, it's it's gonna you know life changing. Yeah, you know, better than it live. was. Yeah, for sure. yeah, for sure. Um, and as far as the package, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the package was. Uh, I we haven't been to the PO box in a couple weeks, so yeah. it could be sitting there waiting for us. Um, so I don't know the answer. If I I I I, I doesn't want to lie to you, so yeah, don't, we don't, don't know, know yet. I don't. I have. I will say this. I haven't. I've. I opened one thing. Today, yeah, uh, that's the first time I've opened anything from the PO box in the last few weeks. So, yeah. uh, and, and it wasn't from you, you know, it was from Finland. Uh, Blue Side Constrictor says best morph to start off a good base mm. with when breeding ball pythons. You know, I mean, I think it, 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 it there is no right or wrong answer no. with that. You know, it, it's, it's art, it, it, right? It's what you want. It's what you're going to be really passionate about, and and also what you can afford your budget. You know, that's a huge part of it. You know, if you have two hundred dollars, you're, you're in in a range that there's a lot of cool stuff for two hundred dollars. But if you have two thousand dollars, you've got a whole different range, right? So uh, so there's no wrong ease reasons that it comes down to what you want to work with. It comes down to budget. It comes down to availability and so on like that. But uh, just work with what you're going to be really passionate about and it's going to be fine i agree sherry says hey brian and jay uh sounds hey, very serious for taz what is your reaction towards the poll you posted about content on the vlog yeah, love the great. podcast and yeah. vlogs as always positive vibes coming your way yeah sherry thank you and you're right uh, it doesn't sound good um and yeah so i don't know if you saw the poll jay. no i did not actually so, so the poll was uh uh, do you want to see more BHB reptarium. Rep, reptarium content? Do you want to see uh, or you know more BHB content, more reptarium content, a mix of both, or uh, reptile build projects? Interestingly enough, there was about twenty thousand votes. Uh, it was 15, 15, almost, it might've been 15 or 16%, but it's like 15 to 16% BHB, 15 to 16%, um, uh, uh, reptarium, 15 to 16%, um, reptile builds, and then like 50 something percent, uh, a mixture Set a mix of, of everything. Yeah, pretty so, much. so that's exactly what, what we, we do, do anyway. So what we do now. So it sounds like that's what people wanted. You know, the vast majority, um, wanted exactly what we do. And I think that we'll continue to try to do that. Awesome. Uh, Alex says, have you ever seen the African dwarf crocodile? I heard there yep. is a locality smaller than the, is it Coveers? Coveers? Uh, yeah, yeah uh, Culver's, yeah. Culver's, sorry. Uh, dwarf caiman, should it be its own species? Yeah, as a matter of fact, Sean Hefleck, I, I messed with them years ago at Sean Hefleck's place, mm. and uh, uh, very high energy, crazy crocodile. Yeah, wildin'. <laughs> it's like, a, it's like a, a Nile crocodile. It's like a Chihuahua Nile no, crocodile. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, I get you. Um, and and uh, I, I personally think that not only do I think that the, the those should be their own species, but there's also some pretty good, uh, 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 you know, research in, in there's a dwarf freshwater crocodile too mm. in Australia. And I think that, you know, when you have a, a, a crocodile that should be 16, 17 foot yeah. and, and it's five foot, that should be its own species. Yeah, of right? course. Dude. I mean, that's not the same animal. And uh, and and so yes, I've seen them. I've messed with them. And uh, I, I personally, you know, but you got to remember when it comes to taxonomy, you know, that's a whole, you know, it, there's <laughs> a whole political yeah, world, a, the political world, and there's, and really, whoever is describing uh, species can be lumpers or clumpers or or or, or separators. So you can get one uh, taxonomist that that separates a, 
into 10 different species right. and you can get the s- same 10 species and another taxonomist will put them into two species. So it really depends on who describes them. And my gut feeling would be some biology at some, biologists at some point will re-describe the dwarf freshies, Johnson I, as well as the dwarf nihilocus, uh, I, I would think. Uh, Tank says, what's up, guys? Hope you're doing well. Brian, what would you recommend breeding a Banana Orange Dream Super Stripe Ball Python to? Banana Orange Dream Super Stripe. stripe. Oh, my gosh. So, it's a lot. Gosh, it's a lot. God, it's so crazy. Uh, I mean, (laughs) obviously, you know, I I really would be interested to see what... Cine Red Stripe would be cool. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... You could go one of two ways. You could go either outside the box and try to prove, yeah, something on that rate where you're going like, you know, cine, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Or you can go the other way and try to see what like a, a banana super orange dream super stripe would look like. <sighs> you know what I mean? So in too. that case, you'd want to just go with a like an orange dream uh, or really like a super orange dream, either Spectre or um, a super bit. orange dream. Uh, yellow belly yeah. or something on that lines where you can maybe go down that that route where you see almost you know, every what, baby would yeah. be yeah. yeah i mean you're gonna have all orange dream stuff you're gonna have a lot of super orange dream stuff you're gonna have super orange dream yellow bellies you're gonna have super orange dream specters you're gonna have super orange dream specter bananas and, and blah 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 and then ultimately a, a banana super orange dream super, super stripe, stripe. You could go either way, or you can go completely in the different direction right. and take it away from the super stripe altogether. But yeah. I would probably, if nothing else, try to stick within the orange dream complex. Yeah, so whatever colors. it is, yeah, whatever. If you want to go in a different direction, try to keep into the orange dream to get that super orange dream. I think that's the way to go. Uh, Taylor Jordan says, "Ah, was thinking about the podcast all day, and here I am late." Brian and Jay, <laughs> you are both so inspirational. Hope to meet you soon. Much love from Maine. Well, Taylor, I appreciate you, man, and uh, I appreciate uh, your support. And I'm glad that you're here with yeah, me. Yeah, we and, love you. And I'm glad I'm here too, because, like I said, I had a little bit of a rough day today, just kind of going whatever. And I do feel better hanging out with you guys. I always feel better. I appreciate you guys so much. You, um, yeah, we love you, know, you guys. Yes, yeah, more than you. you know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Stephanie says, hey, Brian and Jay, a little late tonight. My mom is in the hospital trying to stop her transplanted kidney from failing. Mm. Send her some good vibes for me. I hope all the best for you and your families. Well, you will be in my thoughts for sure, Stephanie. Yeah, Stephanie, I mean, you know, that's it's always difficult. You know, I mean, you know, um, I I have a good friend that went through a lot of, you know, issues with kidney transplant and um, he's still alive and kicking and doing fine. He's had several pretty significant stints. Uh, with problems over the last 10 years, but but he's always bounced back from it. So I'm praying your mom bounces back from it too. Um, you know, and, and it's just a tough thing to go through, you know, especially in these times when, you know, there's probably limited access, not as many people visiting, hanging out and stuff like that. So lots of positive energy coming your way and your mom's way. And I, sure. just, I just hope that everything, you know, but please keep us posted, seriously. Um, it, it means a lot. Please let us know. Little Bogus asks, what's your thoughts on cryptocurrency? Uh, good question. You know, um, I think, uh, it, it, I love talking business, you know, I, I'm sure most people probably don't want to hear me go on a dissertation about, you know, investments and stuff like that, but I'm very, uh, I'm very into it. And, and listen, you know, it, you know, if you bought Bitcoin at a hundred dollars or $500 <laughs> or $15,000, you probably love it. Right. Uh, or Ethereum. If you bought it two or, days ago, know, probably not yeah. that hyped. <laughs> uh, I will say I, I'm thinking about, you know, sticking like maybe five grand into Dogecoin. Yeah. Just for the hell of it. Why not? You know I mean, like, why not? What's, what's the worst that could happen? What's the worst? It's four cents, you know? Yeah. It, is it going to go down to two cents and I lose 2,500 bucks? Okay, Still not that big a deal, yeah. But it could go up. And I think that there's, there's, um, I do, I think that Dogecoin is going to be $10. I doubt it. 
And and the reason is is because there's an unlimited m- amount yeah. of of Dogecoin compared to the limited number of Bitcoin. Ethereum or Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, do I think that people that were buying fifty thousand dollar Bitcoin? I think you're crazy. I, <laughs> I seriously do because the the upside to Bitcoin is not worth the downside to Bitcoin, right? So essentially, if people are saying it's going to go to a hundred thousand dollars, that's a huge jump from fifty thousand to a hundred. You have to double. That's not twice the double, amount of people b- buying in. Yeah, yeah. and that yeah, and that's not just doubling like from a hundred to two hundred dollars a stock can do that. From fifty thousand to a hundred thousand, that's insane. And so you are risking, hoping that you can double your money at a hundred thousand dollars. But there's a good chance that fifty thousand is going to turn into fifteen thousand dollars. So yeah. you could lose all your money. You yeah. could lose seventy percent of your investment on Bitcoin a lot more realistically than gaining twice your money, which is only twice your money. Yeah, it's not a lot. And like, what are you putting 000. in? A thousand dollars or yeah, something? And I don't maybe? think that anyone thinks Bitcoin's going over a hundred grand. You no. know what I mean? Uh, but most people didn't think that was going to go to fifty grand. So I, I personally think crypto uh, is 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 an interesting. Uh, platform i think it's very dangerous to invest in in bitcoin personally um i think ethereum is a little bit better risk you know because it is a very volatile market but you know you're only talking about 1500 maybe two thousand dollars per coin um so it has some upside potentially still left and i think that there will be more and more uh uh people accepting and that's why i think Deutsch is is interesting because i think uh you're you're looking at mark cuban is is starting to going to accept Deutsch at, at the, the 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 uh, uh mavericks the mavericks game games um i think elon musk has kind of hinted on the fact that tesla is going to start yeah like if they had know, like an uber tesla yeah, service that, that it would take yeah that. take Deutsch. and i think that you've got several other you know pretty major billionaires that are, are really looking at it as a as an option but again when you start talking about like all right well hey it's uh you know this this cab ride cost you you know 300 Deutsch. you yeah. know what i mean that makes sense what's bitcoin how are you gonna uh, this point zero 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 one five. so uh yeah. i think cryptos currency is a, is a very it, it, if you have money to lose play with it if you don't don't but i do think that again you know if you want to get into the crypto kind of world uh you know i i'm I, you know a lot of people have been talking about it i've been kind of obsessed with nfts yeah. and um i think that that's uh, an interesting play in the crypto world. oh i have something to talk about after the podcast oh cool excellent. okay excellent a couple things actually Good, but, excellent yeah but um, look at look at nfts they're they're an interesting crypto world. yeah i had a weird night last night thinking about a lot of different stuff so yeah that's good uh potterhead through five dollars for love we What's love up, you potterhead um Stia says, Brian, you are my hero and role model. Uh, thank you so much. I so mean, lovely. I do the best. I don't know how good I do, but I try. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, RKM says, sup, guys, I'm having trouble picking a ball python, either an NG lemon blast yellow belly or a super special. Which would you choose? Ooh. You know, I mean, me personally, I'm going to just tell you, I, I like the the Enchin Lemon Blast Yellow Belly. I agree. Personally, I think it's a prettier snake than a super special. And you got some cool um, stuff if and, you ever and Genetically, it's pretty cool. It's a super special. is a neat animal. I love them. I have them. I, I work really with them. Uh, we'll produce more of them this year, so it's not like I don't like them. But it is a little bit more, you can't do as much with it, right? Because it's just a special. You're only going to get special. Yeah, you yeah. can only produce specials or uh, crystals or that ilk whereas if you go in with, with the other way you're, you've got so many options so and i think it's a prettier snake to be honest with you but again you make that decision yeah if you're never um, going to breed then it don't really matter just right. pick the prettier one yeah but i, I still think it's the, the yeah. lemon blast is prettier uh scottish rob says clickbait is the commercial of youtube people get caught up over the stupid yeah. small stuff beth was sent a blackhead ball python uh or baby ball python picks for you 
Ah, I did not see them yet, so I look forward wow, to it. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, she'll be here tomorrow, so I'll I'll bust her balls about that. Yeah, Thank where the heck's so them pictures? Where's the damn pictures? Be Speaking extra. of uh, the pictures, um, wonder if I can send this to you. Let me give me one yeah. second here to see. I might not be able to find it. It's it is insane <laughs> the amount of freaking like just everything that I get. Oh God, I couldn't even uh, imagine. You know, like messages. You know, blah blah. I can't ever. While you're looking it. for that, V Dog asks, uh, "How are you loving your Pac Man gaming machine?" Oh man, we love it, dude. Playing Frogger right before the cast, dude. I literally can't find him. I'll have to. But I, I've got a new animal that I, I'll show you here in a little Wait, bit, what do you but, mean? Uh, bearded dragon. No way. Was yeah, it gonna be somebody we were talking to the yes, other day? Yes, 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 yes. Well, well, I think. I don't know if you were there. I was talking to Jay about it, but someone's going to be sending us um, an all-white bearded dragon. No way, yeah, it's, dude. It's a donation. Oh, I cannot us, wait. So, yeah, it's going to be really cool. Now, you had some snakes that were supposed to come, but didn't because right. of weather or because FedEx weather. or whatever. There's, What's going they're, on? They're going to come uh, Tuesday. Oh, I can't wait to see them. Yeah, it. so. Uh, Hell yeah. Cool. Of course, we'll be off Tuesday, but. But still, no, we'll have them here, you know? <laughs> but, uh, um, yes, yes. So what was, what was the question about there? Was there a question there that I... I How I, much I, were you loving your Pac-Man machine? We oh, were yeah, Pac-Man machine. Yeah, we literally were playing it. You know, I played it a couple times today. I mean, He's got all the fucking high scores. It's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's I, like he grew up on You know, see, shit. that's the thing. I grew up on that. That was my Call of Duty. Right, right. right. Call you know? of Duty Like, for I can't play that. Call of Duty for shit, but I can play Pac-Man and Galaga and Donkey Kong, and, and I'm kicking Noah's ass on it sometimes, <laughs> and, and Noah destroys me i mean he is a gamer you know he's really good at games uh but this is this is this is your world this is my world now baby and there's a ton i have not played yet oh there's i I haven't even scratched the surface i've played like five games so far we're playing frogger just before and um yeah yeah, so i've just scratched the surface of those four and probably 370 of them i never would play ever you know yeah yeah but uh there's a lot of weird ones on there there's like crazy there's a lot of stuff like space invaders and centipede and stuff like that that we got to get into yeah uh, yeah it's gonna be awesome and when we do the vip experience we were so close on this guy so so close yeah we're real close vip i think within the next two weeks we'll be able to offer vip experiences here um you guys can come play and uh, we can even do uh two player and not kick your ass yeah (laughs) yeah pay a couple hundred bucks let me kick your booty (laughs) kick your ass uh lucas says just turned on the podcast and first thing is a uh, spangler eye i love Ah. is it geomita or geomita i don't Uh, know yeah i don't know how spangler eye i've always wanted one hope to get a breeding colony soon they are so cool there you go see i i uh read your mind the the diversity in in the podcast i love spangler it's my it's it's one of my favorites for sure maria says hey brian and jay hopefully or hope everything is doing well it shocks me that people can hate the version of Brian I see today. Everyone has chapters of their life. Yeah. Uh, they don't read aloud. Can't wait to meet up. Yeah, you know, it, it's like, thank you. And, uh, you know, it's like they say, you know, you can't change what's been written, right? You know, I've made mistakes. We've all made mistakes. But you got to remember when I made the mistakes that they I made with yeah. content, people loved it. You know, yeah, people they weren't wanted mistakes more at that point. Yeah, yeah like it, it's, you know, times have changed. You know, I mean, the, the hobby has changed. Everything has changed. There were certainly people that were detractors back in 2008, 2009, but the vast majority of people that, you know, actually ultimately and, you know, years later became haters of mine, they were the ones that were egging me on back then. Like, this is awesome, dude. I love your stuff. And then all of a sudden they turned into like, oh my God, I can't believe you do that. So, you know, times have changed and, and you could do one of two things. You can hide from the past or you can just allow it to be there and live there and realize that, hey, people are going to judge you on it, but I'm not going to change who I did. I made those mistakes. I grew as as a person, uh, the industry and, and, and the hobby and everything else has changed. And, and I try to represent it the best I possibly can. That doesn't mean that I do a great time job every time, but I'm going to 
continue to try and 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 listen you know I, you know i i beat the dead horse you know many times when i say that like i you know anyone that hates me is a problem with them not me you know what i mean and, and that doesn't that's not me being arrogant it's just i'm not a hateable guy i'm a decent person do i fuck up yes of course i do, we all do. but you know I, I am not a bad person I, that's one thing that i've come to realize through my anxiety is that I'm trying to love myself and I'm trying to become, you know, uh, at least accepting of myself. And it's something that I've had a hard time dealing with my whole life is having a, a good opinion of myself uh, just because of childhood issues and so on like that. Um, and and the, the, the fact is, is I'm just not a bad guy, period, period. I'm just not a bad guy. And if you think I'm a bad guy, then that's on you. That's not on me. That's not. That's your problem. It's not my problem. Potter had uh, had a post before, but the super chat wasn't connected, so she sent me it. It says thumbnails don't matter to your true fans. Those of us who start our day with you would watch if there was no thumbnail. Well, that's the thing, right? Is and that's a, that's a that's a great uh, segue, right? And, and what that means is that the people that really care about my content are going to watch no matter what that looks like. Uh, and, and so I, for me to attract people that don't, that aren't the true fans, I have right. no choice but to clickbait them in. And, and when then, clickbait yeah. is, again, clickbait can be two different things. Clickbait can be lying to people or clickbait could be just having a really sensational title that tells the story of what we do anyways. And that's what we do. We don't lie to people. Yeah, we don't it's usually just a it. creative spin on what yeah. happened. We say, all right, this is what is the most interesting thing that we did in this vlog. Let's make the title and thumbnail to where people really want to see what is it that we did. Yeah. Right. We don't we don't we have we never lie to people. Yeah, it's not like we're like, hey, bit by a cobra and then there's no cobra in the vlog or right, anything. Yeah. You know? and, and, and or like, you know, look at there's the entrance to the tomb and then they never find a tomb. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, that's a lie. And, and, and that was on Discovery or, or, or whatever Netflix or whatever, you know, so uh, that's just the reality of it. But uh, but, you know, if, if I just to me, it just it's just you know what I really think, honestly, Potterhead, is that it just gives the people that want to bitch about me an excuse to bitch about me. Right. They're trying to find a reason to bitch. And then they go, oh, I can bitch about this. And if, listen, if the worst thing you can bitch about me is my thumbnails, I guess I'm doing pretty well. I agree. You know, because because I can find a lot of other reasons that for a lot of other people to bitch about, right? Then a and thumbnail so, yeah, or title. Yeah, so if, if, the worst, if, if the worst thing I do in life is put out a, th a sensational thumbnail and title, then I guess, that, I, guess yeah. I'm, yeah, I guess I'm doing good. I'll die on that hill. Lucas says, also, just started breeding a Rankins two years ago, another dream animal, and got an adult female Australian water dragon last year for only nice. 50 bucks. Wow. Another dream animal. Yeah, those are really dream. I wonder if he's in Australia um, or not. It doesn't not. say it because it's dollars. Oh, it so, is dollars. Okay, because yeah, because I, I mean, Australian not. water dragons for fifty VPN. bucks is, is very, very uh, cheap. And in the fact that he said he had Rankins, are you know there are Rankins in the country, obviously, but just rare. But uh, uh, um, but yeah, those are Henry Lawsonai is what they're called. Yeah. Uh, Nick says, hi, Brian. I'm from Miami. I'm planning another visit to the Reptarium. My family and I had a private tour with you about two years ago wow. and had a great time. Well, that's awesome. So you, when you come back, you can see the new Reptarium. Oh, you the other 2.0. You'll really like it. Well, it's, 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 it's really nice. Savannah came from Gatorland with Savannah. Mike and, and Danny. And um, and she had not seen 2.0. So it was really nice to show her the place and, and get her reactions and stuff like that. So I can't wait to have you back. Uh, and, and show you the new place. You'll love it. And then, of course, 3.0 is not too far off down the road. 
Mark says, I have a two-year-old Western hog who is always in feeding mode. She's yeah. on two large fuzzies a week. Do you have any tips for calming her down? Should I space out the two fuzzies over the week? Thank you. Well, you know, there's a couple things here. Some some hogs are just like that. They're little sharks, you know, <laughs> and, and there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, but if if uh, if you feed a little more, I don't know how big it is, but 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 I wouldn't space it out necessarily. I would just feed more if you can. If they're too fuzzies, maybe go to a small mouse, um, and, and that could calm it down a little bit. But but as long as it's just like a feed mode, as soon as they're out of feed mode, they're typically really good. So you may just have to, and, and that's where maybe, I'm not a big fan of these typically, but maybe a feed box is, 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 is an option for you. I typically don't like feed boxes, but when you can't break that food mode, the other thing you can do is start try, you know, try target training. You know, take a little tiny ball as on a stick. As funny as it sounds, it could uh, be possible. Yeah, and, and that way they it only uh, is fired up when it sees the ball. Yeah. And so you can try that. And it'll work on hog nose just like it works on retics and works on everything else. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, King's Collage says, it, this was the guy that sent the package he's looking for. Okay. Says it was for you and Stephanie, uh, you, Lori, and Stephanie back at the end of January. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we actually do have that package. Uh, we have not opened it because Steph works remotely. Yeah, I haven't seen Steph in a minute. Uh, Steph is, hasn't been here in probably three months. Uh, she she works. I mean, she works with us every day, but she works about two hours away. She moved two hours away. We keep her employed from home. And uh, so we've been waiting for her to come because it says open up with Stephanie. So uh, yes, we do have the package. We just have not opened it up because Stephanie hasn't been here. Oh, so awesome. I don't know when she's coming. I have no idea. Uh, I haven't so, seen her in so a minute. So as soon as uh, she comes, we will open it. Probably once it gets warm out, she'll yeah, start yeah, yeah, turning out the house, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Maria says, we need travel in the vlogs. Go away, Rona. I'm telling you, yeah. I mean, I, I miss it too, and I think it'll be exciting to get back out and do some traveling. And, Me too. And we may do that here in a couple weeks. Uh, Berm Donor says, Hamburg went well, picked up a green tree uh, as a display animal. He's in quarantine. Brian, what is your opinion on imports? Uh, you know, first off, yeah, I heard Hamburg was a, was a banger. Um, uh, you know, and congratulations on the green tree. I think that, you know, imports aren't always bad. You know I mean? I, I, I prefer if I could buy a captive, I always will buy a captive. Um, yeah, I'm, you know, I, I, I just don't feel like importing animals that we have captive bred make any sense at all. You know, you get a cheaper animal, but a lot of times it ends in bad you know, it's not good for the it always cow. ends in bad. Yeah, it almost always ends whether bad. it's for the animal or for the environment. It's yeah, ending yeah, in yeah, bad. It's, yeah. It's bad for the environment. It's bad for for the animal. Typically, you know, when an animal lives a b- big portion of its life in the wild and then all of a sudden is taken and put in captivity, extremely stressful for that animal and doesn't do well. Yeah. As a matter of fact, there was a study. Um, uh, in Australia about relocating because there's a lot of snake catches in, in, in Australia. So what happens when there's a, 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 a say a, a, a nuisance animal that, you know, people will come in, they have license, they collect them and then they take them and put them out. And they did a study with uh, carpet pythons where when an animal was moved more than a half a kilometer away, mm. it always perished within two years. Wow. So just not even being in the right spot in, in the wild, the animal stressed out and died. That is so crazy. So you figure taking that animal out of the wild and sticking it into a cage, it doesn't have a really good chance of survival. So uh, so I think that wild-caught animals, uh, to preserve a spe- species or to work on a specific thing or increase gene pool, 100%. Sweet. When, uh, when, you, can buy, when you can buy something captive uh, and, and just stay, I, I just, my opinion, stay away from wild. Courtney threw $2 for love. Thank Appreciate you, Courtney. Courtney. Thank you. Uh, we got another dollar from Longshot Chameleons for Long love. Longshot Chameleons, what's going on? That sounds like a cool name. 
Yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, Rob says, she's fine now. Thank God you helped me through. I guess this was the, the mom uh, oh, with okay. the um, kidney transplant, I think. Oh, good. Uh, I hope you get through your mental health issues soon. Do you plan on a UK visit at any point? We need our hero. Uh, first off, thank you. Uh, second off, uh, yeah, UK is high on my list when life gets back to normal. And I, I mean, my guess would be that the UK and, and the US will be ahead of the curve. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I realize there's a UK strain that's a little bit more um, difficult, yeah. uh, being a little bit more difficult. As a matter of fact, the predominant uh, uh, strain in, 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 in the UK right now is the UK strain, not the, the, the original COVID-19. Um, uh, but I'm hoping that the UK rebounds quickly, and I'm uh, and and you know I think from a percentage standpoint, the UK is is at, at like 25 percent of its population uh, uh, already, whereas we're or maybe it's a yeah they're they're anyways they're they're far ahead of us because of the numbers. You know, you just guys don't have as many people as right, us. right. Even though Amer- US is way ahead of everyone when it comes to actual. There's 85 million shots have been given already. Uh, about. Close to 30 million people already. We just have a huge populace. We just have a huge populace. So um, uh, I think the UK and the the US will be good. And and when that happens, yeah, definitely want to come over. So uh, big, big plans for sure. Big ups. Uh, Long shot chameleons came back and said, how can I get in touch with you personally? He was the one that wanted to help with the Panthers and all that stuff. Yeah, so send an email to info at BHB Reptiles. Put attention, Brian, and it'll get to me. Thank you. Sweet uh, seven plus, uh, plus us reptiles uh, through five dollars for love. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Uh, Veronica says, "Grew up watching Steve Irwin. Now I watch Brian and the crew. Oh. You guys rock." That's well, awesome. listen, that's like uh, that. That always is is difficult because you know there's such big shoes to fill. And but thank you so much. And I think that is a you know I've said this a million times. No one's going to fill those shoes, but maybe you know together. A consortium of people can fill what what Steve did, and if I can just be even a little piece of that, that's uh, that's that's very honoring. All right, so Brother Clint has a good question. He says, "What business decision uh, coincided with you moving from a paycheck to paycheck existence to a relatively comfortable one? Any advice for the entrepreneur facing their own leap of faith for the future?" Well, yeah, I tell you, I I, uh, I, I could talk about this all the time. Uh, I think. Um, <sighs> To me, diversification is very, very important. Okay, so, so first off, uh, your passion is 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 important, right? You know, so follow your passion, whatever your passion. I know your passion about about Christianity, but but, but I don't know what the finances side behind, right. but I, by that is, I don't. You know, there's obviously a lot of people that make money off that. Charles, uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, but I think that you know when you start to work towards a goal. Uh, you think of what are the different revenue streams that can come from that one goal. The mistake I made paycheck to paycheck um, was that I, for most of my career, I was reliant on one revenue stream. And so there were good years, there were bad years, there's ups, there's downs and so like that. As soon as I moved from a one revenue stream to a multi-revenue stream, so I looked at what I do, I love reptiles. How can I create revenue streams from reptiles that may have, at least something to do with them, but 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 not just breeding reptiles or not just doing this. Not one you know, dimensional. So, so not one dimensional. Um, that's when I move it into a comfort zone, right? Because now all of a sudden, you know, you have seven or eight revenue streams. Uh, maybe two of them are killing it. Two of them are, are are doing okay. Three of them are barely making money or something like that. And they're kind of rotating, right? You know, all of a sudden you hit it big on this. You go this way, and you always continue to look for different ways of creating revenue streams. 
uh, investments. And as you, the other thing I've talked about a lot is that, you know, you take some money off the table all the time, you know, so if, if you do have a good month and, and, and let's say you, you make a thousand dollars that month, you know, over your bills, you know, take 200 of that and set it aside into an investment that's tangible. And then over time, that $200 turns into 2000 into 5000 into 10000 and And now all of a sudden, you're building a portfolio of something that's making you money that isn't due to your passion, but is a, a real estate investment, a stock investment, a, you know, some, some sort of an investment where, where you're able to, to create income from your income. And, uh, and, and all of a sudden, as time goes on, that side hustle is, isn't even a hustle because you're not even doing anything. Your right. money's just making money for you. And then all of a sudden, that, that subsidizes your other revenue streams and so on and so forth. So, uh, so yeah, just, you know, look at it as, as broadly. You know, the, the thing that Elon Musk talked about all the time was trying to, to make everything the most simple, take it down to the most simple option as possible. Why would people spend money on one of your business options? You know, what is it that people would like? You know, break it down to the simplest form and then build it back up. And and if you can do that, I think you can be successful. Raphael says, hey, Brian, send my prayers to Taz. Please tell my wife, Juliana, to let me buy a ball python. Love you guys. Juliana. You better. If you don't let him buy a ball I python, swear to God. I swear I'm coming there and I am going to... Pancake, I don't know what pancakes? I'm going to do. Can you make gonna, pan- chocolate chip yeah, pancakes? Do you, do you like pancakes? Yeah. Chip? Maybe she's lactose intolerant. We make like, cho- we make like yeah. milk pancakes. I will all. make you eat ice cream. Yeah, I will make you eat ice cream. I don't know who that's more like. torture for, though. Her or the husband, you know? That's a lot <laughs> yeah, of smellies. A, yeah, so, uh, but Julia, seriously, you need to do it. Yeah, you know, stop being he, he might get rid of you. Yeah, it's that close, you know? I mean, it's, I mean, you know, you choose between a ball python and a, and a, and a husband. It's a know? tough one, you know? It's <laughs> yeah. a tough one. Liam says, what's up, Brian and Jay? Can you talk about Pac-Man frog care? I want to get one, thanks. Yeah, Pac-Mans are cool. So the thing you got to remember about Pac-Man frogs are that they're primarily, you want to feed them bugs. Right, the the mistake a lot of people make is rodents and, and stuff because yeah, it's, cool it's to so see. cool yeah. that we'll feed them a rodent and they grow so big and they're so amazing. But the fact is, is that you know what you really want to do is feed them mainly worms, bugs, that type of stuff, and then supplement every now and then with with stuff. So as babies, just feed them crickets, roaches, you know, worms, you know, stuff like that. And then as it gets bigger, the occasional maybe every four or six weeks you can throw a rodent in there or something like that. Right. Um, but other than that, they're they're really pretty easy animals. As long as you're not, you'll kill them if you feed them rodents. Right, exactly. Wild Boy Dev, our boy. Dev was up. He says, uh, made it down before the live was over. Taco had a burrito, ah. wanting to take a swim with salt and pepper. Random, who's your hero? Who's my hero? Um, let's see. Um, hmm. You know, gosh, that's Mother a tough Teresa. one. Yeah, right? Um, so so there's, there's, different, there's different levels of heroes, I suppose. You know, like... You know, in a lot of ways, Lori's my hero um, because she's, you know, been so, she's went through a lot with me, right? And and she stuck by me and, and she inspires me daily. Uh, I, I've said this and, and people, you know, don't believe this when I say this, but I think Lori's the best person I've ever met. It, 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 and, and, and it's hard to believe that because she seems so gruff and, and, and so whatever, but, but she, her morals are, are unbelievable compared to anyone I've ever met in my life. I mean, she's unwavering with what she believes. Uh, so I think, uh, that's big. Uh, 
and and then you know from a professional standpoint you know there, there's different heroes you know i mean obviously you know from an animal side you look at steve Irwin, you look at david attenborough um from a business standpoint i i'm a big you know steve jobs slash elon musk guy uh from a, a guru standpoint you know saudi guru, saudi guru. yeah saudi guru uh, uh you know uh multifaceted you know, yeah i mean it goes on and on you know yeah, so I, I don't agree. have one hero. I wish I did have one hero. You know, I mean, I wish that I, my dad was my hero. I wish, you know, yeah. but that wasn't going to happen, you know. Yeah, same. I agree. Uh, Sierra says, first time ever catching you live. I work two jobs and I'm only off on Sundays, so I'm glad I turned on my notifications. Hello from Walg- Walgreens in Texas. Walgreens I had to read Texas. it for a second. I'm like, she's yeah. not saying Walgreens, yeah. is she? Well, that's cool. I'm glad you I'm called your manager. live and I appreciate it. And I, I hope you have a little break. Two jobs is tough. I just have uh, one 32. really crazy job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Judge Venom says, just wanted to ask about the snakes you used to breed Lucy with. Lucy and snakes that ate two or three males? What? Uh, well, I know we had the cow king last year that ate a couple. Yeah, of we had. That, yeah, that was Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Uh, and uh, yeah, we still we still have a couple of snakes that we bred like uh, um, Titan and stuff like that. We still have them. Um, but uh, but yeah, it just won't be breeding Lucy anymore. But yeah, and then as far as Baskin, I don't know if she's going to get bred this year because she ate two males last year. So I, I don't know. That'll be up to Lori. That she's got to make that decision. I think this coming week. Okay, uh, Maria said since Brother Clint always throws supers, what are the chances? Or a, what are the chances of a collaboration? I don't know if Jay pointed out that the last message was for Brother Clinton, and I did, Maria. Uh, what I do you think she means by the collaboration? collaboration? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not sure what you mean by that. Uh, I'm always, I'm but, always I mean, we're down. We'll go play with know. turtles out there. Yeah, yeah, Mindy? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yo, yeah. I don't know what that means, but yeah. But yeah, we're down. We're always down for collaboration. So it, that's it for Supers right, right now. So do you want me to? Yeah, do you want to have David come in? I got you. So David is going to come in here in a second, and he's going to sit down. David is, uh, uh, we'll learn more about David as we go. I, I know a little bit about him, um, right. but we're going to learn together. So Jay will bring David in. Again, we, uh, uh, he reached out to me a couple weeks ago about a potential project that he wanted to do, and and so I just decided to come on. So welcome in, David. How are you? Sit down. down. Uh, thanks, man. How are you doing? Throw your headphones on there, buddy. It's been a while since I've done right. a podcast. Yeah, so throw that mic up by there. There you go. Part of it. Oh, welcome, David. How are you, man? I'm doing pretty good. How are good, you? Good, nice good, good. Nice to meet good. you, finally. Yeah, it's good to meet you. Sorry when uh, when David came, I, I was in a complete tizzy uh, because life was, uh, you know, I mean, it's crazy <laughs> at the Reptarium, had issues going on. Do you know that the Gator Tank's still uh, alive, or do you know? I have. I actually went back to check in at the hotel. Okay, came so back. Yeah, my okay. wife wanted to take a little bit of a nap. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, no, no worries there, at all. So, I can try to take a look at some no, things no, when we're no, done. But yeah, no, no. I just want. I just didn't know if you were up there. There was. I would assume there. that we, if we didn't hear yeah. uh, screaming and yelling, There's we no probably water running anywhere. And yeah. uh, and and so Luna, we're going to get to you in a second. And super chats, we'll still get to you guys in super chats and stuff like that. Uh, here here shortly. You know, David is. Uh, well, first off, tell me a little bit about. I mean, I know we kind of you reached out to me because you do some paranormal stuff and so on like that, and we we talked about maybe doing some projects together but what, where did what's your thing tell tell me what your thing is all about <laughs> i got a whole lot of things um, <laughs> basically back in like 2009 2010 is when i really started to dive into the paranormal okay um, been interested in it since i was a kid my mm-hmm. sister and i had very similar experiences in the house that we grew up in i got you um which kind of kick-started that so that sent me to the libraries that sent me up to my dial-up internet to go look for right. some things yeah um but eventually, yeah, I think it was it was about mid 2010. I started a team down in Southern Ohio. Yeah, 
And that went until about 2012. Then okay. we started a, a radio show back then, just paranormal-themed radio show. And then I actually got on board with a group called uh, Resident Undead. Okay. Who you can find on YouTube here. Yeah. Um, I enjoy the content of not being biased or anything. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but we we travel all over the place. We film. It's, it's such yeah. a good time. Yeah, it's amazing. So yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to put a link in the description to your guys' stuff. Um, and you reached out because you're you were thinking about maybe doing a project together potentially um, down down the road here, maybe this summer. Um, yeah, hopefully. Um, we just started within the last two years. We started the RU Media Network, which is basically our way of giving more people an opportunity to get their creativeness out when yeah. it comes to the paranormal world. We like to right. consider ourselves like the like part of the underground, I guess, of the paranormal, sure. not the mainstream, but right. we like to let whoever wants to come in, come in. Granted, right. you know, you have to kind of screen the content that comes in sometimes. Oh, sure, but, yeah. Um, we just wanted a place for everybody to be able to come and enjoy the paranormal stuff. So yeah. we started that, um, which is leading to all these different projects. Um, myself and uh, my friend Eric McGill, we uh, well, we are on the the film crew for Resident Undead, but we actually started a spinoff from Resident Undead called Our Haunted Minds. Right. First episode of that is up also on YouTube. Ah, nice. Um, and I think, I don't know if I can say anything about this yet or not, but we're, we've got a few things in mind for a possible streaming service in the future. Oh, okay, well, good. Yeah. Um, we've seen a lot of people kind of delving into that, so I think right. we've got enough content and we're planning enough new content that we can right. really start filling that up and well, that's cool. Year well, so anyone we that, that knows up. knows me, and and feel free, guys. You can in super chats, you can ask uh, David any questions about paranormal, uh, as well as we can still talk about snake stuff. So so feel free to uh, super chat either way. We'll we'll catch you guys. Um, and everyone knows that I've been interested in the paranormal for really my whole life, much like you, you know, since childhood having experiences and stuff like that. Um, and I'm kind of into all of it. I'm into you know not only you know the the paranormal ghost side of it. I'm into you know, you, the UFO side, I'm into cryptozoology, I'm into, you know, kind of anything that is, uh, is, is ab would be paranormal, you know, that's yep. the, the, the typical. And that's exactly why I wanted to reach out to you when we had this idea for this project, because I watch the podcast, obviously, I watch the vlogs all the time. Um, I, I did hear going back, I hear someone say, uh, trying to get you to convince their wife to buy them. Yeah, ball ball. Yeah, yeah. My wife's sitting back in the VIP room right now. Hopefully, she can hear me. But maybe <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some more yeah. reptiles are in my future. But, yeah, yeah. Um, you but can anyway, get rid then. of her. You can get rid of her. Yeah, that's that's what I say. That's always the topic. Yeah, you either let her have more, or get rid of them. No, but uh, it's uh, yeah. So you know, like I said, it's 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 pretty neat. Let's hit let's hit just a couple things to catch up and see if we're. In. I know Luna said. Uh, Luna uh, says, uh, "Hi, Brian. How many tattoos do you have, and do they have any special meaning?" Also, tell Drogo hi. Hopefully, I spelled that right. You did spell it right. And uh, I will tell him hi. And I don't know how many tattoos I have, to be totally honest with you. Um, it's a hard I'm not question. Sure, I, I'll have to count them. To be honest with you, I know I should know that. Uh, I don't know but, it either. But uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I, I think the reason why I don't know is because it's still a work in progress, right? Like, so I was planning on having my other arm and my chest done really by early, like last year. 
you know, COVID kind of killed that, that whole thing. So hopefully by fall, I can get back to the project, get my, my left arm. So the right arm is, is all animals from Africa onto my chest, on my shoulder, everything like that. Left arm is started Australian animals. Um, and then I started on my leg, uh, reptarium animals. I just have Bella on my leg. Uh, but I want to do Elvis. I want to do all kinds of other stuff. So, um, and, and then I want my whole body to be animals and, and stuff. So yeah, they do yeah. have meaning to me. Yeah. Uh, and then berm donor python says the green tree is a neonate farm-bred animal yep. it took its first meal in my care the day after i set it up is yep. there anything i can do for a test treatment at this size for parasites hash and then also ask is it quarantine time yeah quarantine time is definitely going to be you know 90 to days to six months uh and, and the farmed animals certainly are much much better out of indonesia um they typically do pretty well. Uh, the farms there, I, I have friends that have some farms in, in, in Indo and they're, they're, they're usually pretty good. You know, Banji is a, is, is a, is a farm that's that I've known for a long time, uh, as well as Bush, uh, um, Bushmaster's farm as well as really good down there. So, um, and, and, and people don't realize this, but in green trees are illegal to own in Indonesia, even though that's where they're from. Uh, and it's like a jailable offense to own them. Wow. So there's only, I think, two, maybe three farms have permits to, to keep and breed green tree pythons in all of Indonesia. So when you get a captive, we were talking about wild-caught stuff and stuff like that. Captive is pretty good. Um, wild-caught is no good. Uh, wild-caught green trees do, do horrible uh, but now I don't think they're even allowed to ship wild caught. I think it's it's a hundred percent. You have to. So so for a long time they would use their quota uh, and send wild caught animals. And now I think that they've gotten so strict in Indonesia that they have to show the eggs that they hatched out of to get the permits <laughs> to export. So uh, so usually you're in pretty good shape. But quarantine it uh, as far as treatment, nothing. I, if it's eating, just keep an eye on it. Uh, don't worry about it from there. Uh, Amber says, okay, so I need a ghost to haunt my place. How do I make this happen? Super curious. <laughs> <laughs> I think a Ouija board, maybe. I don't know. Ouija board or the right psychic might be able to help you. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you think that that is the case, like uh, um, that we open up like the door or portals or whatever you want to go? Or is that is that just a little hooey? I think there there are some times when especially like in our situation we go to so many different places i think you're you're often opening yourself up to some kind of an attachment right so to you know to follow you back home to follow sure. you wherever um i think you definitely invite a little bit more of that when you bring in things like a ouija board or right or whatever else but most of the time you know we like to just wrap up our session just by saying you know this was fun Stay here. Yeah, leave <laughs> us alone. Don't go, follow us can't home. Bring, can't come home with us. But can't come home with you. Uh, I, I wouldn't suggest wanting one. In yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I would love to hear the story behind. Just try to spice up her life a little bit. Yeah, you know? spice it up. well, I mean, either that or you know, I have heard Jay that you know every now and then there's yeah. that sexual thing that happens. Oh, with, the poltergeist, you know? right? Yeah, Isn't that like what it ghost, is? You know, succubus, succubus or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. succubus, exactly. Yeah. Maybe maybe Amber's looking to spice up yeah. some some uh, some succubus. In the years of doing this, I've heard some weird stories. Trust me. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah. So there you go, Amber. If you want a succubus, we got you. Wild boy dead. Dev came back and says, that's awesome. We have a ghost at my job that we named Claire. Wow. We've heard her talk a few times. Isn't that wild? That's wild, huh? There's a lot of like bars and restaurants and hotels and stuff like that that seem to have, I think because of the energy that are in those yep. places that are, you know, uh, um, you know, it, it brings Call back, alcohol you know. spirits, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, and I love the stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong, like paranormal caught on tape. I'm sure you know the show. Uh, 
a lot of that's bullshit. <laughs> a lot of that's bullshit because, but there are some that come through that are pretty interesting. The reason I know a lot of it is BS too, is that there's been friends of mine that I know fake things for YouTube that have gotten onto paranormal yeah. caught on tape. And, and it's like, I know that's fake cause they've told me it's fake and they, so you think they maybe vetted a little bit better. You would hope when it but, comes uh, to something. But I think it's just TV, entertainment yeah. in, anyways. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't give a crap. They just want to. Yeah. Know. I don't know. I don't know how much you can realistically trust when it comes to national television. Yeah, when I mean, it comes yeah. to the ghost type stuff, really yeah. much of any of it. There's, it's the almighty rating, you know. When, yeah. Once you've been around for 10 plus right. years, it's, you know, you got to keep right. finding things to. Yeah. If you don't catch there, something, you know? you're not going to keep a show. You know yep. what I mean? And, and, uh, I, I know, um, you know, that the backstory of some of, of the, the, the teams and how some of the team members have left because they like started being like they wanted to be serious. And then they realize yeah. it's so produced. And so, you know, it's like we always we joke around with like, I like Ghost Adventures. I like Zach Bagans and, and the crew because I think it's entertainment. But I find it more humorous than actual reality. Yeah. And I find it really interesting when they start. We we we've spent, you know, time to gain credibility. To I'm thinking like you're I guarantee you any real point or paranormal people. <laughs> person thinks that you're an absolute joke you know because they could find a demon in a plastic bag yeah and that's where my drawback like way back when ghost adventures first started obviously the original documentary the original um, doc was nevada. awesome yeah it was, nevada it was, it was awesome and that's yep. what travel you know that, decided yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. wanted them from. and actually you know that that show actually aired on sci-fi before travel mm -hmm. the actual yep. documentary aired on sci-fi and then travel picked up the documentary and yep. series yeah yep and i don't remember if that had much to do with the Ghost Hunter series or not? I don't remember if they were on Sci-Fi back then or not. No, uh, Sci-Fi was uh, Ghost Hunters was on probably. So there was like Paranormal State, yeah. Ghost Hunters, and and Ghost Adventures were yeah. the three shows, and they were all around the same time, you yeah. know. But I think maybe, I, I think maybe maybe Ghost Adventures might have been first, possibly, or, or maybe I don't know. I think they might have been. I think they might have been second. I think Ghost yeah. Hunters started around two thousand and four. Oh, okay, yeah, I think and Ghost I Hunters think might the, be older. The Ghost Adventures documentary, I think, dropped in 2007. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Right. So, it was a few years later. Okay, yeah. got you. And that's yeah. what really started getting me in. Like, I'm seeing this stuff, and I'm in high school, and I'm like, wait, you mean we you can go out and look for this yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it took me, you know, three more years to even get on board with that. Yeah. But, yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And I you remember the Paranormal State. That was uh, Penn State's uh, a team. I really mm. liked that show because it seemed like it was pretty serious. Kind of yeah. like maybe like what you're doing, like a small group of people that are like really just have an interest and aren't doing it for anything other than just to do it. You know? Yeah, like with Resident Undead, we've we've got the four team members uh, and then Eric and myself and occasionally some others just to help with the production side of it. But uh, when you've got the smaller numbers, you can get super intimate with yeah. your experiments and with everything you're trying to yeah. do. So it just, it, it comes out a little bit better and you try not yeah. to sensationalize anything. Obviously with yeah. something smacks a wall, you're going to, Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're going to be whatever. Yeah. Like that, but, but, but there's some good ones. There's no doubt about it. I mean, you know, but I think again, ghost hunters and the original ghost hunters, um, they were almost debunking most of the haunts, Yeah, you know, and then it turned into where everything was haunted, you know? And, and I think that was a little bit of a disappointment. And I think that's ultimately why, you know, uh, uh, what is it? Grant is it still on Ghost Hunters or what? Now it's called Ghost. Um, it yeah, Grant. They brought back Grant, um, and he brought in a just a brand new team of people for, for yeah. the new for the reboot of yeah, Ghost the reboot Hunters, Go yeah. Ghost Hunter. And then there's uh, something state. Uh, what's what's um, it called? The where J Jason Hawes is still on it. Oh, um, it's, uh, 
Um, ghost Nation. Ghost Nation, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Ghost Nation is the kind of now phony one that is they, they catch ghosts every time, and <laughs> and, uh, and 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 I think that the Grant one that reboot of ghost hunters i don't know if that ended up if that's done yeah, yeah i think it is done i um, think it was a few because of them came out and said that a and e was kind of pulling yeah a and e was pulling because stuff, they so. yeah because they didn't find enough stuff to keep people excited you know yeah I, and, i'm not sure we we kind of got some in and outs with with some of these shows so i can talk to you about after the podcast but yeah. Um, yeah a lot of the stuff on tv you know purely for entertainment by this yeah point. oh my gosh so. yeah it's it's just ridiculous you know i mean it, it really is so uh what do we got here v-dog's back v-dog says when my ex-boyfriend passed away i hadn't thought of him in years all of a sudden i was thinking of him and checked his facebook page to find that he had passed away and his funeral was the next day wow could he have reached me <laughs> well it's an interesting thing you know i mean it's it's certainly uh it's possible, you know, I mean, that's weird that you would think and, you know, it's an interesting coincidence, but I also think that there's energies in the universe, right? You know, I mean, uh, you know, that's, that's the thing that's, that's interesting, right? About ghosts, you know, are they really humans from the past? Are they a parallel dimension? Are they, is it just energy? Is it, you know, like, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, the residual haunts. We even talk about at times with ghosts and spirits or even, uh, things like Bigfoot or Nessie or things like that. We talk about the idea of possibly like a, like a time slip where there's this this momentary blip to where the time yeah. the timelines yeah, like merge they, they or something merge and then them, yeah. this creature's here that's right. not supposed to be here and yeah. then they're just gone right so yeah so that's kind of a, an yeah. idea that we talk about sometimes yeah i've heard that idea talked about with bigfoot seems weird to me you know that they're interdimensional yeah. <laughs> you know but uh but who knows you know god i, I mean i always this is what i say when people say do you believe in bigfoot my response is always, I want to believe in Bigfoot. Exactly, yeah. But I, I want to believe. But, I want yeah. to believe, but it seems very unlikely to me uh, that there there's a, a, a bipedal hominid, hominid that is <laughs> uh, is running around Washington Morphing. State. Yeah, hide and seek um, champion, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. exactly. Hide and seek champion, you know, with with in this world, and I think Elon Musk, you know, really kind of almost broke my uh, heart <laughs> a little bit when he was on the Rogans. Um, he had said that, you know, with with UFOs, which I'm a big believer in UFOs, <clears throat> um, Jay not so much, uh, <laughs> but but you know number one I will say that Elon maybe was the first person that made me rethink my my dedication to UFOs, and the reason I say that is he said if there's any person on the planet who would probably know it'd probably be me, right? I mean he runs SpaceX, <laughs> and I don't think he would hide it. He doesn't. No, have he don't reason. give a yeah, damn, he dude. He'd be time. like, "Oh yeah, I've been hanging out with these aliens, playing poker." Yeah, last and it seems nights. weird that if if he doesn't know about them with all his resources in SpaceX, that makes me feel like maybe they aren't aliens. But that being said, um, you know, it's like he said, if you could even just get any photo that's better than an iPhone one, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, that's what and I've been true. Saying. You know, been but, uh, saying that. But at the same time, there have been some interesting things out of the military recently that seem a little bit. But I, maybe maybe it's just advanced military technology from technology, China, yeah. and they don't know yeah, about exactly. it. Exactly. You know? Yep. Uh, Berm Donor says, thanks, uh, Brian, for the info. I'm going to check out and go set up my new rack for my juvenile berms, but I'll still be listening. Have a good night, brother. Thanks, man. Appreciate you, dude. Uh, Brandon says, hello from New Jersey. Brian, do you have any, does it say 18-inch ball pythons or... Oh, 2018 ball pythons. I didn't see the apostrophe. Uh-huh. Sorry. Uh, available through BHB. I'm about to order some snakes. 
Oh, but I, Southern Boy. So I'm about to order some snakes. <laughs> I don't think I have any 2018s. I, I know I don't have any 2018s. Uh, if we do downsize here shortly, uh, we'll have some older animals available. But right now we just have 2020s. That's all we have. I think we might have a couple 2019s, but that would be the oldest animals. Yeah. Jack says, here's a question you haven't gotten. How did you become so handy? I'm a carpenter and enjoy watching you build things for the animals. I do the same. Well, thank you. And, and as so a, if a carpenter thinks I'm handy, I, I take that as a huge compliment because <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know how handy I am. I, I, I'd say I, I'm more fearless about uh, that's building, a great way you know? to put it because that's what always why I'm not handy is because I'm so scared to fuck shit up that like yeah like I don't really ever go into any project worrying about like I like I'll figure it out you know? yeah yeah and yeah. so uh, um, but yeah you know it's interesting I, I was uh, I was always into like wood shop and building and and putting things together and and I was just always into that like big time you know I wanted to know how to do it and, and I think that a lot of um, you know a lot of projects build projects are literally just the fact of like being willing to do it not necessarily knowing how to do it but just being willing to do it and so uh i i tell people all the time i built my house um and, and when i say built my house i built my house i didn't pay someone to build my house and i always tell people i didn't know how little i knew about building a house until i built a house <laughs> and uh, i literally oftentimes i i've told this story i you know i you know i put a, a fireplace in my house and not not a direct vent, but an actual wood burning fireplace, or both. You know, it could be either wood burning or or gas, depending on the mechanism. And uh, I remember buying the the fireplace and the in the the flute and all this stuff like that. And um and and didn't know how to put a fucking fireplace in. Like I had no idea. <laughs> so I just like got it. And I was like, okay, I guess I got to go to the fireplace place and uh, ask them how to put this in my house. You know, and I I just learned how to frame it out the right way and and just through talking to people. I I said I spend almost every morning at Home Depot. You know, talking to the experts every day for months and and um and so yeah, you know, I mean, I just I'm, I I just love I love building stuff. I love creating things. You know, whether it's businesses, you know, physical things. You know, like the build out of this basement has been so much fun it's been a lot of work but it's been fun and we're getting to the end we got the new caledonia room is the last thing today we got the electricity put in the new caledonia room so now it's oh they put it in there yeah the electricity heck in. yeah, yeah it's dude, done. we yeah, can paint now yep we can paint now we can put the floor in now and we can start building racks for the the cages so uh yeah so we're we're literally rocking and rolling so uh so yeah it's it's pretty fun scottish rob asks thoughts uh thoughts on four-dimensional plus entities being what is mistaken about ghosts or demons hmm I haven't heard that until right now. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. Really? Tell, tell us about it. I, yeah, it's interesting. So I, a lot yeah. of people believe that that demons or ghosts aren't spirits of some other person, that it's actually interdimensional beings, beings that exist in 5D, 60 yeah. that we can't comprehend, breaking into our realm momentarily. Yeah, I think that that's a reasonable... I think it's probably... Yeah, I think it sounds just yeah, as I mean, reasonable. We, yeah, yeah, we know. The one thing we... Okay, so let's put it this way. We don't know if there's life after death. Right. We don't. We'll know when we die. We, we, right. <laughs> we really don't know. But we do know there are more dimensions than three dimensions. And we can't know, comprehend them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We know that they're there. I mean, that you know, from just physics, you know, I mean, it, it, there are multiverses. Um, so so I, there may it may be more probable that there are interdimensional paranormal experiences than actual life after death. I mean, I think the hard part about life after death and I've watched, as a matter of fact, there's a really good show on, on uh, Netflix that is about life after death. Have you seen it? I haven't. Oh, it's a good show. You should watch it. 
and it's it's very interesting because you know you know either either there is something to life after death or it's just some chemical in our brain that re like as we die that chemical dimethyltryptamine right exactly dimethyltryptamine and that basic chemical helps us with the transition of death yeah right okay. yep. so not be scared so, so that, that every person is basically experiencing the white light the family members the this and that the only Peace. thing that that i i remember years ago and I don't know if anyone else has ever done this, but years ago there was a hospital that had a pretty, obviously most hospital ERs have a high death rate, right? And and they had a lot of people that were dying and coming back to life and over the course of the years. And the surgeon who worked in uh, ER actually put uh, things on top of like cabinets and on top of things where people would say they float away from their body. And he wanted to put signs where people could read them. And okay. so when they came back, did they see any of these signs? And he said over like a 10 year period, not one person had ever seen, even the That's people it. that came back and said, oh, I floated to the top of the room and I could <laughs> see my body. He said, did you see any of the stuff that I put yeah, on top? Yeah, exactly. And not one person did. So that does make you think like, is there like, I don't know. Yeah, that's, I don't is know. There That's life what we're here life. for. It's like, you know. Right? If we're, if we're gonna figure it out, we might as well just, you know, keep pushing forward and hopefully one day we hit you know, the yeah. jackpot to figure out what exactly. Yeah. I just wonder if you ever will, or is there any, I don't, I don't know that we will in our lifetime. Or is yeah. there like a barrier, right? Yeah. You know? I mean, and that's, that's a, like I said, is there like, like life before life? You're talking, we yeah. talk about life after death, but what right. about life before life? Mm-hmm. You know, before you were the two genes that put you together, you weren't a person. You didn't exist somewhere. Your personality came from those genes mixing with your unique life experience. Right. And then you die and you think that you go somewhere, but where were you before? Right. That's my thing. Or then you could get into past lives and yeah, past lives. I mean, that's what you know. Obviously, Buddhism and stuff like that, and a lot of uh, uh, you know, a lot of religions believe that you live multiple lives. You know, you live it until you get it right. Yeah, exactly. Each time, and I I think I'm. I think if I uh, let let me go out on limit. Yeah, yeah. I think that if I were to live life to get to my perfect life, I'd say I'm forty percent there. Oh, that's nice. Forty percent. So I, I have 60% more lives to live before I can live my perfect life. Yeah, so if you Which, lived 40 already, you would need to live 60 more. I'd exactly. need to live 60 more to get to where I... That, it, to be Nirvana. Which I think is pretty good, but, yeah. but it means it also means I have a long way to go. But you know what's funny, though? Long, long way to you, go. You know, in the spectrum of human life, you're about halfway, right? Yeah. And also, you're about halfway with the 40 to 60%, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's almost like you've lived this part of your life and you've gained all the knowledge to be... Yep. A person that's fifty percent put together, right? Yeah, fifty percent put together. You know what I mean? Crazy. Like you still have stuff to learn and <laughs> gratitude and all that shit. You know? I agree with you. I do. I, I, I gratitude. Now, um, I know we're, you you were talking about one of the projects that that we we'd love to maybe work on is is uh, a little bit more. Would you call it crypto or would you call it like? I like, would call it a hodgepodge. Realistically, hodgepodge. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, basically, the idea is to kind of step away from the norm which is the ghost hunting mm-hmm. i'd still like to visit some places that yeah. i think are relevant um but a lot of it are we're going to try to focus on like the folklore and legends from state right. to state um, mothman, mothman I'd like, prophecies yeah, i'd like to start like in the state of ohio just because that's so what's the state of me, ohio but, which ones are the, the good ones uh the first one we're looking at is uh south bay bessie 
South Bay Bassett. basically the Lake Erie monster. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yep, yep. That could be a very nice mix between Ohio and Michigan also. Yeah. Uh, and then the Dogman, obviously, the Michigan Dogman. Oh, dog yeah, Dogman, dog um, yeah, of there course. There have been some sightings of it down in Ohio as well. Okay. Uh, so those are the two, I think, that I'd like to start with. Okay, um, gotcha. But then you've got, like, the Loveland Frogman. Uh, you've got uh, uh, Melonheads, I think they call it, up in <laughs> oh, northeast geez. Ohio. Wow. Um, there was uh, some kind of a alien entity possibly over around Cleveland that had big, bright, glowing orange eyes. I wow. forget what that one was called. Uh, wow. Puckwudgies, just all kinds Puck of crazy Jesus. stuff. Jesus, yeah. things I haven't even heard of yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm excited. And June tight. Yeah. Yeah. That's, June tight. that's the whole idea behind it is to go out and, and look for these things. Like Everybody looks for Bigfoot. Yeah. And, and obviously Ohio's got the grass man down in southeastern right, yeah. Ohio, so that's kind of a Bigfoot thing. Yeah. Uh, which, which, you know, we can touch on, but the, there's just so much more, I think, yeah. that people aren't thinking about. Yeah. And then, obviously, UFO phenomenon. There's a lot yeah. of different things that have happened across the state, um, which I've had a couple experiences I can tell you about, Jay. Um, but it's just a, a nice mix of things. Um, I would like to take you guys to some of – a friend of mine who's the – uh, the leader of Resident Undead actually owns two haunted properties. Oh, nice. Uh, one of them is in Madison, Ohio. Nice. Uh, called the Madison Seminary. Wow, um, that's awesome. Um, and then the other one is down in Lancaster, Ohio. Uh, it's called the Fairfield County Infirmary. Oh, wow. And both to good. are fantastic. That's yeah, that's, <laughs> just, to, just to even yeah. walk in, as soon as you walk in the doors, especially at, at the infirmary. Yeah. Uh, it's I, I go down there and mow grass and whatever else, and even just being on the property, you get goosebumps yeah. and wow. everything else. And that's that's a the one that I really want to take you guys to because there's a cemetery on the property yeah. um, that only has I think four or five four or five markers, mm-hmm. but there are anywhere between fifteen hundred and two thousand bodies. Oh my gosh! On wow. the property. Wow, that's yeah. fantastic. So yeah. we can't dig anywhere. No, 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 no. Yeah, because <laughs> exactly. we just don't know where they are. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was uh, there was a real estate company that had come in before um, the previous owners or or Adam uh, that were going to redevelop everything. They were going to bulldoze everything and redevelop wow. it into something else. But they it's brought like the in, movie Poltergeist. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> brought in ground penetrating radar just because they knew there was a cemetery, right? But they didn't know the extent of it. Well, yeah. when they did the ground penetrating radar, they discovered way more bodies than they originally thought and yeah. well outside of the actual marked cemetery. Wow. And they're in, they're in trenches. Oh my gosh. And the ground penetrating radar only shows little dots essentially right. yeah. because they're all stood upright. Oh my gosh. They're upright and in a single oh my file gosh. line. Wow. <laughs> and that's God. how they're buried. Wow. So, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and we've got yeah, the, no, one, the one that. monument that's uh, in that's honor cool. of our dead or something like that. That basically was like, well, there's too many of us, too many of them for us to make stones for. So yeah, yeah. Oh, this one. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, that yeah, I would love to go. That would be fantastic. Yeah, I'm hundred percent game. Yeah, dude, I mean, gosh, great. that could be fun. Noah would love it. No too, matter man. what, no, I'd have a so. blast filming any of this. Yeah, stuff. That'd be gosh, great. that'd be so cool. Can you imagine the drone shots and oh my get God, that yeah. whirl out? You dude, know, dude, yeah, <laughs> spinning across the yeah. cemetery. Definitely great build, great buildings for drones. We do that all the time. Love uh, it, oh dude. Gosh, we even take them inside when we feel like it, which is probably not the best thing. to do. No, that's great. Well, we have a cool little little toy called a whirl that you can like do drone maneuverments, but inside, yeah, super super cool so that's that's awesome what do we got here scottish rob says string theory puts reality at 10 ish dimensions right. plus time so imagine shapes that are made up of four separate 3d shapes yep. and it's a little more even more complicated than that it's like yep. 
so you think of like a line, you put a line at each of its vertices, you make a square, yeah. right? Yeah. You take a square, put a square at each of its vertices, you yeah. get a cube. Yeah. And then in the fourth dimension, it would be you put cubes at each of its vertices yeah. at right angles and you would make a uh, tesseract, which is yeah. a four dimensional cube. Yeah. So up to 11 dimensions, that's crazy. I can't even think about yeah, what that's Yeah, it's pretty like. crazy how that goes. Yeah, it really is. And like you said, that's what string theory is all about. Decoherence. And again, yeah. you know, this is all, you know. Theories. Theories at this point. But, but you know, there's a lot of science behind it. I so, mean, yeah, we you know, can't figure out the answers to life right now, right? We don't have a one theory fits all right. for gravity and electromagnetism. Right. And yeah. these the mathematics works better in 11 dimensions than in three. Yeah. That's why they know. Yeah, I mean, quantum physics is probably exactly. one of the most interesting, you know, sciences because it, it is pretty much all theory with you know, we're proving it slowly, but, but it's, uh, I, I, I'm very obsessed. It's very with, metaphysical. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very obsessed with that. So, and that could be, yeah, I think that quantum physics could explain a lot of the paranormal for sure. I agree. Um, but that doesn't mean, you know, again, you know, brother Clint was a great guest when we talked about demons and, and, and all those things that are, who knows what that's all about. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we're ta they're talking about birthdays in the chat. So Hannah says Leo gang, and I'm also Leo, Leo gang. so gang gang. Le Hannah, gang, love gang, you. gang, gang. <laughs> and that's it right now. Oh my gosh, well, that's cool. So, so listen, you know, I think that um, you know we're gonna you know have some chats and stuff like that. You know, uh, it's nice to have you up and and to see the place and get a chance to 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 meet you in person and and talk about some fun stuff um and yeah this summer I, i'd love to to get deeper into this and i think we can have a lot of fun and yeah and sure. uh you know you guys know i'm passionate about that it, it, just as much as anything and and uh so I, it'll be a lot of fun so uh but yeah i mean i guess that's that's about it then that's Jared. it baby well listen guys i appreciate you again we'll talk in a minute here david so uh, i appreciate it. by the way i'll put all his links in the description so you go show him some love tell him i sent you that's right uh, Thank you guys for hanging out with me tonight. I appreciate you beyond belief. Uh, we will be back this Wednesday with the podcast. I know we missed last Wednesday because we we're out of town. Um, again, Fridays uh, and Saturdays as well. So, uh, yeah, you guys have a great night. Thank you for all your support. Much love. All your super chat. Much love. And I will see you guys later. Good night, guys. Cool. Yeah, so thanks so much. Cool.